Hello once again and welcome back to a brand new year of Rantomeisters. I am Ben, your host, and we're going to do something different this year. We, and I say we, because yet again, I say yet again, he only joined properly the first, last episode. I'm joined by by my wingman, my yeah, the, the goose to my maverick, the deck to my ant, the, the burnt saucepan to the baked beans I left unattended. Uh the big J Dog himself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the big J Dog uh, himself, yeah. Yes. And I uh, what, Hello, James. <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm known by many names. <laughs> What's well, the big J Dog now? Uh, the last time we talked about anything called the big J Dog, we were referring to Jesus Christ. So you're we in quite esteemed company. Were. Yes. And um, you may have found out uh, other nickname of mine when we when we saw each other very recently. Oh, yeah, we did see each other quite recently, and now we I did. can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can tell from the look on your face that you couldn't yeah. remember it. <laughs> I, immediately want, I, I, immediately, I immediately want to say jingle tits, but I don't think it's that. It's no, no, that's only, it's only on I mean, certain will, occasions. It, it will be now. Everyone will call you jingle tits. <laughs> jingle tits. I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. Um, <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, I, jingle tits. <laughs> Should I enlighten you? Please. Please. Yeah. Cheesy beans. Cheesy beans. That was it. Cheesy beans. Yes. Um, Don't so, give any yeah, context to that. No. Okay. Uh, I could go one step further because it originally started off as Sir Cheesy Beans. Sir Cheesy Beans. Yes. To be fair, Sir Cheesy Beans and Jingle Tits sounds like quite a crime fighting duo. It does. I kind of want to be Jingle Tits now. It's yeah. Feel free to take it. <laughs> take the moniker. I am not. Tits. <laughs> I'm doing nothing for your jiggly tits. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheesy beans and jiggly tits. So then this all stemmed. We were talking about pie when we actually met up know, a little while ago. I should say. I should say we were talking about pie. But happy New Year. It's a New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, How was your Christmas? Rampant. Super. Rampant. Super. It was rampant. It was loose and rampant. Um, <laughs> Not even loose, just loose. I better say now. So should we? Should we admit on the secret? Because it is on Twitter at the moment. It's still December. <laughs> we are recording this. It, it's, not, it's not even in the twenties. It's, it's <laughs> mid. It's mid December. It's mid December. We're getting in early, just due to our crazy schedules. Um, well, Christmas is a busy time. It is. How was your Christmas? Now we've admitted that. Um, it was fun. It was quiet. Yeah, good, good couple. Not, not, Christmas not, Eve, Christmas not, Day. Not many plans. Not many plans. <laughs> not round. Not. Oh, no, man. I've been well, rampant of, for years, mate. There's a lack of <laughs> rampant behaviour in the cheesy beans household. There is. There is. There is a severe lack of rampant behaviour in the cheesy beans household. In the bean house. It's the house of bean. The house of bean. This is the house that Bean built. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we are here. We, um, you and I are undertaking quite a project with this. Now. Yeah. So obviously you come on as co-host now. And we've decided between ourselves, we've been talking for what, about the last six weeks, maybe? And we're going to do the A to Z of ranting. And we're going to yeah. splice it in with a few seasonal specials and a few shows, a bit like the old style where guests might come on as well. 
Um, but we need to start somewhere. So it's A to Z. So we're starting with G. Yeah. For Gurphy. And I'm letting that sink in before I'm like, oh, I kid, I kid. Fitch's OCD has just gone through the roof. Why would you start with G? More, you'll start twitching. (laughs) I didn't mean that more. I love you, man. No, we're not starting with G. We're not starting with G. We might be a couple of Gs, but um, we are starting with A. We are starting with A. There's a worrying... There's a worrying amount of things beginning with A that annoy me. I don't know if you've discovered this from our sort of research into these. I discovered this from your list that you sent me. <laughs> How many things that annoy you start with A. Um, my list was still pretty long. To be sparse. Fair. Sparse compared to mine. Mine was a scroll. It was. Yeah. We have a lot yeah. to go. Well, I have a lot to go through. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the way we're going to do it, we've so you and I have both picked three topics each three main topics that annoy us we've got one that we both have agreed is the worst one um yep. which that'll be at the end but we'll have a bit Not of fun in between point. our boiling point that's gonna be oh yeah i coined that phrase in the older episodes and i think that's good to keep on our last our big rant our boiling point will be at the end and i'm aware before anyone tweets me boiling point doesn't start with an a <laughs> <laughs> it's fun I can't so, think of one that does. But I, I would like to say something else. The last time you and I sort of spoke on one of these, you were drinking cactus flavoured energy drinks. No, and I, I was drinking watermelon flavour. But that's my other favourite flavour is cactus fruit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I was quite <laughs> before we came on here, I was sort of hoping you'd have a, another horticultural range of <laughs> beverages this evening. But you're Alas. on water. You're on water. Yes, yes. So full disclosure: if I don't drink copious amounts of water, my voice will give out because I have the, I've had the uh, the unenviable pleasure of child germs for the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, which has been great. Um, and so everyone's fine uh, over the back of it. There's no strep A or anything of. That's another A strep. Um, it's doing the rounds at the moment. Um, but yeah, if I don't drink water, my voice just disappears. It just fucks off and, and leaves us to it. <clears throat> so you're in need of constant lubrication. Yep. And I constant, cannot use my own lubricant. Constant oral lubrication. Yes. Well, I've had, I've had child germs for the last um, <laughs> couple of days as well. And I'm drinking beer because, fuck it, hey, I am drinking... I can't even remember the name of the brewery, but it's oh, it's Williams Brothers Brewing. That's hard to say. Williams Bros Williams Brewery. Williams Brothers Brewing. Yeah. Uh, it is called it's called Rasheen, and it is a Tayberry beer. It's actually quite nice. Off question with what the fuck is a Tayberry? It is, I think, and I could be wrong. It is a cross between a raspberry and a blackberry. You're Googling oh, that now, yeah. aren't you? I am. I am. I'm patented in 1979. Cross between a blackberry and a red raspberry. So there you go. I, in Scotland. I was done. right. I was right. A little random. Yeah. That's my fruity knowledge. <laughs> so am I, I'm going first, aren't I, this week? We're still going to take it in turns to you go are. first, I think, on these. So my first, yeah. uh, my first A rant, uh, it's a... 
annoying website. It's everything to do with the company, the person who owns it, the people who work for well, most of the people who work for it. But it's Amazon. Nothing against the river, but the company is shit. <laughs> the river, I'm sure, would give you enough lubrication to last you forever. But um, you wouldn't want to drink out of the river, Amazon, though. You'd probably end up with um, no. leprosy. And typhoid. And pleurisy and strep A, B, C, D, E, everything. All, all the HEPs, all the way A to Z of, of HEP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't get Amazon. I don't get Amazon Prime. I say I don't get it. I was going to say, do you use it, though? Because you have previously made statements about your balls um, being written on the Amazon package they came in. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I use Amazon because, let's face it, in this day and age, you can get fuck all in shops. So you have to go online. And that is that is the the annoying thing about it all is that is the easiest place to go to. But it is the most unreliable source that they hype Amazon Prime, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we do have a Prime membership. People will call me a hypocrite for this. So I do have a Prime membership. (laughs) Because particularly in Christmas, New Year and birthdays, having next day delivery is very handy. It's essential, really. If you forget a present and you get to like the 20th or 21st or 22nd of December, you ain't getting that present without next day delivery. No, but the issue that I then have is that very rarely is it actually next day delivery. It certainly is around here. If it is next day, it won't arrive till eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, their definition of next day has changed over the years. I will I will grant you that one. Yeah. Next day is, is ten. Yeah. Next day is, is nine to five, in my opinion. That's me being old school, but hey, I get that they're massively busy at them as we speak, you know, Royal Mail have been having all sorts of strikes. That mm-hmm. has, hasn't helped, but they're the right Amazon's own network. I don't get why that's any different. But my main thing with Amazon is, and this isn't just Amazon either, this is all curious. I'm going ahead with now. If you actually actively nominate a safe place to leave your parcel, mm-hmm. they will put it anywhere else other than where you ask them to. Now, I actually have a photo um, of a Amazon del- delivery, can't talk, an Amazon delivery, which turned up. And they put it under our doormat. Now, that's not too bad if it's a, a book for a child. Was it a or, massive box? Because I've seen something similar. It, yeah, it was a box. Like, I kid you not, it was like two shoe boxes on top of each other. And I've seen, they I've seen worse it, than that. <laughs> yeah, and, but they put they then put the mat back over the top of it as if it was hiding it. And I'm just, I, got, I came home and I was like, that, that hasn't actually just happened, has it? No. No, and, and it, it had. yeah, and they all say, "Oh, you know, we will leave it on the doorstep." What good does that do? What well, I mean, oh, I'm saying I mean again. We're going to talk about Uganda dictators again. Um, <laughs> but I don't get what good that does. They say we've left it in a safe place. It's going to get nicked. Their policies are that, oh yeah, we leave it on the doorstep. Why? Leave it with a neighbour. I've got neighbours along here that are always in. Yeah. But then there are some other career companies. I mean, I'm going to think of DPD, who you can nominate a preferred neighbour 
But and let's face it, we've all got it. If there's one neighbour that is a bit of a dick, you can yeah. nominate the neighbour you don't want it left with. Yeah. Yes. So I did that for a recent parcel. I ordered some uh dining chairs which if you go back and listen to sam rogers's episode of this my wife is building them during the episode she sat down on one <laughs> she joined the episode for a minute <laughs> she was i told her to go away and she wouldn't um and so yeah they and basically the the delivery driver phoned me up and said I've got your parcel. It won't fit in your safe place. Bear in mind, my safe place is a, a little cupboard outside my house, which has the meters in them. And I said, there's, and they said, there's no one at number, where it was number five. There's no one at number 15. And I said, right, okay. Try number 10. No one in number 10. And I thought, you're going to leave it at the dick neighbor, aren't you? He said, oh, it's fine. I found someone who's in. I'm going to leave it with them. And I put a card through the door. I thought, oh, not number eight. Not number eight. Walk in. Oh, it's left number eight. Oh. Steve at number eight. I don't know what their names are, but they smell. <laughs> so I had to go over there and collect this massive fucking box of tiny chess. <laughs> it's always awkward as well, isn't it? Going to collect a parcel from someone else. Because you knock on the door and it's like, you, we know why I'm here. Just give me my stuff and I can go. But, you know, you yeah. have to stop and make small talk. How are you? How are the kids? How are my kids? They're all fine. Everyone's fine. Just give me my stuff and fuck off. It's, it's, you can't tell them to fuck off because it's their house. Yeah, exactly. And they've done us a favour by taking this box in. They didn't exactly. have to take the box in. They don't know that I I get frightened by them because they're greasy and they smell B.O. and yesterday's biscuits and some sort of shit that's somewhere in their house. I reckon they've got right. ticks. And uh, not the sort of not that no nah, sort of six actually genuinely genuinely thought you said tits. <laughs> to be fair, the dude has got tits, <laughs> sizable tits. That dude has a fulsome pair of fun bags. I mean, I'm not one to talk. Mine are mine are fairly pert, but um, yes. Don't agree with that, you bitch. <laughs> uh, we 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 both sat here with breasts. Let's face it. But Amazon, I'm going to get this back on track. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. And then, but then Amazon as well, they won't knock on the door. They'll just yeah. leave it on the doorstep and walk off. Look, you can see people are in. Knock on the door. Ring the bell. Yeah, I've I've literally sat and watched an Amazon man walk up to my front door, motion to knock, put the parcel on the floor and walk off. Um, oh, what? So if in, so if someone outside if someone outside the house see it, they think he's knocked on the door because like, yeah, that my mum. And I'm going, you you haven't knocked, <laughs> and also there's <laughs> a bell there. <laughs> um, we have a bell. Yeah. We have a knocker. You have a hand. I mean, I hope they have hands. How are they driving That's, otherwise? Carefully. Carefully. That's always the answer, isn't it? <laughs> this is when we find out that Abu Hamza is working for Amazon. <laughs> It's just one hook. <laughs> that's a nice cultural reference. To... Yeah, man, God, that's, an, that's an old, old UK-specific reference. I'm not sorry. I'm not no, sorry. I wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't be. But that's what annoys me about Amazon. I, 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 I can't condone it. I mean, and even now that some of the things they're selling, 
the price, the price used to be the prices were quite good, but then you pay loads of delivery. But now they've got all these fake Chinese sellers that are on there now as well that you have to be really because you think you're buying something on next day delivery, but actually you pay for it and it's late at night and it's just oh delivery time six weeks. Yeah. And you think oh. The only time I like to do that is when I'm not in a rush and it's not something very important. And then I completely forget about it in that six weeks period. Parcel turns up and I sort of, sort of like a kid at Christmas. And I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I spent my money on. And I open it yeah. up and I go, oh, yes, it's this. <laughs> it's very rarely something fun. <laughs> Occasionally it is. I don't remember a time I wasn't in a rush. For someone who doesn't move very quickly, <laughs> I always seem to be in a rush for something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, it's just something that's just like, oh, I've just ordered that on a whim, sort of 3 a.m., trying to settle a child. Just browse yeah. it on the Amazon. That's why I don't, I don't browse Amazon at night anymore. It's dangerous. I spend too much money. I end up with, like, cherry mead coming through the door. Um, I only laugh because cherry mead is the name of my friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'll tell you my, my gripe with, with Amazon, um, and it, yep. it centers around their, their streaming service, which I will say in terms of pushing the envelope, live sport, live streaming sport, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really glad they got the license for some Premier League games. Um, it's changing the way we consume media. Amazon video, though, is largely crap, um, and they will just take stuff off with no notice. They are the worst ones for it, I've noticed. Um, their, their children's options, that, so I say their children's options, their children's options for me, um, being all of the animated DC stuff, Batman and Superman, all the, all the animated movies. Um, I was slowly working my way through them. I love those movies. They're brilliant. And all of a sudden, couldn't watch them anymore. So they've just all been taken off Prime. Two months later, they came back. I was like, what? Why? What's the point of creating a watch list and a, and a, or a whatever you want to call it on whatever device? Um, if you if you if I then go to click on something I put on there a month ago and you say you need to buy or rent this, well, no, yeah, I've got my money. Let me watch the thing. That's and that's it. That's it. I don't the buy or rent thing. And as you say, you're paying whatever it is eight nine 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 a month. You you're expecting that to be part. You're not expecting the the uh, entry level membership on that. You still have to buy or rent certain stuff. And Anything say, good as well. If you if you want to binge watch something, let's say there's an old series or whatever, and you've got series one through five, it's fine. You watch one, watch two, three you have to pay for, but four and five are free as well. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. It just makes me not. It just makes me stop a series. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the only good thing I think they've done recently is the Lord of the Rings series Rings of Power absolutely fantastic yeah I I've, I mean I've watched the I, ha- I haven't watched that series I've watched the movies I've read the books although I've read the Lord of the Rings I've watched the Lord of the Rings movies I have never read The Hobbit and I've ne- no, no, I didn't do it at school. I've never read The Hobbit, and I haven't watched any of the Hobbit movies. Can't be bothered. 
The Hobbit movies are... Plus Martin Freeman can get in the bin. Fight you on that one, I think. <laughs> uh, wait until you drink to do that. <laughs> yeah, I did that too um, last time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, the uh, the Hobbit films are good, um, but they didn't need to be a trilogy. It's a very thin book. Um, but yeah, this uh, this new series is based on... I can't say the word. I'm going to have a couple of friends of mine shouting at their podcast app of choice. So here you go. While you're thinking of that, okay, while you're thinking of that, I'm on the Amazon Prime video app at the moment. Yeah. The Hobbit, the Hobbit films, the three films, the normal editions, you can watch as part of your package. If you want the extended editions, you have to buy them. I don't know why. No, They're I don't know. Why. They should be on there. Sim, Silmarillion is the book ta- it's based off of. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, it's like a collection of Tolkien's lore. It's basically um, Silmarillion is kind of like the Bible of Middle Earth. It tells the story through the ages, Genesis through to Apocalypse type thing. For the benefit of those for this audio podcast, I'm slowly glazing over. <laughs> And I'm slowly wafting my hands in a slightly ah, weary, yeah. weary fashion. <laughs> so I don't actually know enough about it to be, to explain it properly. Should we should we move away from Amazon then? Have we done Amazon? I think we should. I think we should. I think we should. I mean, um, I'm a hypocrite because I use Amazon quite a lot, but it can still irritate me. I understand the irritations with it. I really do. Um, my frustration is around the actual usability of it um mm. but yes um I, I, let's not get into the tax situation it's a loophole which actually the government needs to close and enforce rather mm-hmm. than Amazon. you're never going to pay more tax than you have to um whether you agree with it or not those those are legitimate loopholes that exist they need to be closed and when you've got a company who let, let's face it, they are a retail company, yeah. but the owner of said company is building fucking space rockets. There's something wrong yeah. with that setup there. If the guy who well, owns a retail company is sending William Pissin Shatner to the moon, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. That's like saying oh, the owner of some small business in the high street is also... I can't even think. I can't see. This is it. This is what annoys me. Amazon. I can't. There think is no that. comparison. There is no comparison. No. I know I've had people tend to hooks thinking, what does this small business owner do at the weekends? But I don't know. I don't. It's know. almost like a simple car manufacturer who is trying to colonise Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a small business owner. It's a small business owner who turns into a seal at the weekends and decides to go hunting for fish. Yeah, I'm going with that. That's the equivalency I've got going on in my head now. And That's I used it. the word I used the word equivalency in a sentence. Correct there. You did. <laughs> and with that, we draw a line under Amazon. Amazon is down. <laughs> Over to you, my friend. So yeah, my, my um my first pick is um 
yeah, I'm slowing everything down, getting quite breathy. Quite personal. ASMR. 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 Or asthma. Oh, cough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I do not get it. Simply, no. I, I, to me, if you knock a mic, it, it, it's annoying. It doesn't do anything. It's irritating. There's no relaxation. There's no sense, good sensory experience from it. Um, and I think it just needs to stop. And there are a lot of people who have made a lot of money off the back of it. I'm about to cough, so you might need to cut this bit out. No, I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it in as. I'm going to keep it in as awkward silence. I think. Awkward silence. Yeah. That's one we haven't thought about. Awkward silence. That is. A, that is a little throw in there that we can use. But yes, um, you don't get a lot. Of, well, you, you get a lot of awkward silences with ASMR. You do, and then you get like scratching and like nibbling, and it's, just. It, yeah, it's the like the crinkling paper. Yeah, yeah, and it's always. It's my. This might just be sort of the the algorithm working against me and showing me things that it thinks I might like, but actually I hate. Um, it always seems to be like gamer girls who are playing up to this role and doing these things, and it's just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it's just really annoying. I don't really have anything else to say on the matter. ASMR no. pisses me off. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but um, I think it's a sentiment shared by many, many of us in life in general. Some people, I, if, if it's the sort of thing that butters your parsnips, then by all means, carry on. <laughs> Absolutely. I just hit the mic there. No, it's nothing to, to <laughs> nothing to intrigue <laughs> the, the fans of uh, ASMR. That was an accident. <laughs> James is having a coughing fit as we speak, just FYI. This isn't an awkward silence. We are both full of phlegm right now. Yep, he's uh, lubricating, getting his, getting his tubes lubricated. Yep, absolutely. Um, but yeah, this is this is the problem with um, talking, really, at the moment. It's, um, yeah, we, we, will, we will probably both go quite um, gravelly by the end of this recording, I think. Yeah. Yeah, go go a bit Barry White by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to say on on ASMR. Um, I get get the impression you don't either. <laughs> we went I, on I, I it's no, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's yeah, it's just weird sort of. Oh, that was oh. quite musical. Oh. That was quite musical. That was like a little banjo or a little ukulele. And it's pendants. I don't even know if you're hearing that, but it's funny to try and do it. I am, I am both. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> oh, it's like being in a washing machine. Yeah. It's like, who would find that enjoyable? Mentalists. Mentalists would find that enjoyable. Oh, pendants. Or ring pulls, or it's not a banjo. To me, it's not a banjo. It's not a ukulele either. It's a can of beer, mm. um, a musical can of beer. Jingling keys. That's another one, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, keys. Oh, 
Sizzle my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we have nothing to add on it. So my, it's rubbish. We don't know why people yeah. like it. Quite frankly, people who, do, <clears throat> people who do like it should be locked in some sort of padded cell. Yes, they should. So, moving on. Uh, my turn again. Um, yeah. So, going back to our friends at Prime Video, it's not Amazon related, don't fear, but streaming services in general, as well as when shows are on TV channels. If it's a show from a certain time period, it could be the 60s, or, I mean, nine, some 90s shows have it now, they will put a message on before the show or the film to say this following broadcast has cultural references that are no longer in date or outdated. Please do not take offence, but it it's, was part of the... Sorry, that's... This is for the the, the woke civilization. If you don't like certain shows because they use certain themes in it, but it was funny when it was brought out, don't fucking watch it. Go and watch something else. I mean, I was watching, I was watching of all things Blackadder. I bloody love Blackadder. I don't remember and, Blackadder for me. No, 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 I won't. I won't. But I, <laughs> I'm not even going to say which episode it was. But it had this message come on. And some of them even have it while the episode is playing. Some channels put like a strip at the bottom saying... Oh, that's a news cultural, Yeah. One of those kickers, you know. Yeah. I, right. Can I just say, I'm quite concerned because you've picked up a hammer. I'm not expecting... Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I've just, you know, when you're talking and you're just absentmindedly fiddling with things. Um, I looked up and there was a big yellow thing sticking out of a box and I pulled it out and it was a hammer. Um, yeah. So now I'm just sort of spinning it around and playing with it. Um, the last time that, someone... The last time someone said to me, I'm, I picked something off my desk and I'm just playing with it, it was Fitch. Do you know what he's playing with? He was playing with a condom. <laughs> well, I can assure you, um, this is also good protection. <laughs> yeah. You're like Bob the Builder. Keep one by your bed at all times. Yeah. Never know when you might you need it. Right. <clears throat> you right. smacking. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, there, I mean, and there are some shows that I watch. I I like 90s comedies. I like 80s, earlier comedies as well. But the shows I like, like Bottom, for instance. Bottom is hilarious. That's a very UK-based reference. Well, yeah. And if there's anyone in US, Australia, wherever who are listening to this, Rick Mail, Aid Edmondson, Bottom, Bottom Live is on YouTube. It's incredible. They did a movie as well, Guest House Parody. So, um, yes. it's it's insanity. It yeah, it was kind of a follow-on from the young ones. Um, but it is very sort of very dick and fart, slapstick, violent. Oh yeah, real There's life. Not Tom and Jerry, real life Tom and Jerry, isn't it? Basically, basically. It's, but it's insanity. Yeah. But then this message comes up. But if if that message is that episode was just to play and say someone who was watching it who was offended by it the age we live in now it annoys me that if someone is offended they have to write an email they have to write a tweet they have to write something complaining about it saying this is really offensive it should not be brought to air bollocks just turn it over what's something else i'm sure there's 
something on the other channel with Stacey Solomon investigates a brothel or Kirsty also <laughs> builds a brothel. I don't know. I'm just saying brothel now. Um, <laughs> or Kirsty and Phil go and try and find Susan a brothel. I, I mean, I, yeah. There's something else. There's like a million channels. There's all the streaming services under the sun. Just turn your bottom off, put your wine away, and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you know what? Do you know what? Can I just say one more thing? Because I didn't use mine last time. Put your wine away. Shut the fuck up, you absolute bunch of cunts. I'm done. I'm done with that. I think (laughs) if I say anything else, I'll just get even more angry. I think there is there is certainly a um, a view to be taken that if you find something something historic offensive, just don't consume whatever that thing is because it ain't gonna change. You can't stop it. It's already no. out there, and you will just have a bunch of people who do like it defend it to the hilt. Hmm. Um, and that's just a waste of everyone's time and energy. We will spend quite a lot of time being negative. Hmm um and and having a having a rant about things um but it's all done so seriously um this is this this podcast is obviously very much a a tongue-in-cheek um you have muted yourself on that cough because i was mid I mid flow uh, appreciated um <laughs> yeah it's it's that thing of if someone is out there now actively peddling um offensive or hateful terminology or speech or anything like that shut them down by all means it's not okay in the world we live in today if you're going to get upset about friends which um or bottom or blackadder or porridge you're wasting your breath you're wasting your time a lot of the stars of it are dead now they don't care the people who like it don't care you're you're shouting into the void looking for self-congratulatory praise and friend friends is a great example of that now i'm hitting the mic again so hang on here's an asmr (laughs) there we go best sound in the world um friends is a great example because there's a lot of who are about oh if that happened now and or even oh i don't like it because they're all white and no i get it you couldn't you couldn't make that again now in that form with those sort of jokes and lines absolutely not absolutely not but it was <laughs> it's just one of those things it was at the time it was 90s comedy 90s humor that's where we were we're not there now and actually just, at the time it was considered quite progressive because two of the female characters it was a 50 50 cast between genders initially uh, to begin with and actually, two of the female characters went on to be very high-powered um, career people, one being a chef, the other being in fashion. So at the time, it was considered quite progressive and quite empowering to women. Now, by today's standards, it is not. And some of the views expressed and some of the jokes made at people's expense were not are not OK. Um, but that's if it was being made today. It was it wasn't. It isn't. And. People just need to leave it alone. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, 2023 now, it's, well, that started in 94, friends. So that's 30 years. 30 years old. Oh, I hate people. 
<laughs> oh, I've just had another tweet, Lism. Another tweet. <laughs> yeah. So I've just had another. Uh, we put out a, a tweet before we went to recording saying, uh, "Anyone got any ideas for annoyances beginning with A?" And I through since we started, I've had a lot of people say, "Yeah, this begins with A." And this had another one, so I'm going to add that to the list, and we'll come on to that in a minute. Um. Yeah. So. I I I I don't I don't get it that people get so offended by things like that. I don't see the need for these notices that come up. I mean, even if it gets to the point where these shows are put on at arse o'clock at night, then just do it. Um, There is that thing, isn't there, of um, the nine o'clock watershed. That's still a thing. Uh, I think there's even a ten o'clock watershed. So if if it's going to be a problem, put it on past that time. Why do you then need the additional? You're okay. (laughs) you are putting the stranger's face (laughs) i am sorry i've just opened another beer a different beer and it's it's not very nice but i'll persevere (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's i understand it on things on streaming services so uh having watched uh peter pan being the key one recently um from disney that has some very um interesting moments in it such as uh well depictions of smoking for one which so and kind of understand that health reasons all the all the rest of it blah 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 blah. um but there is there is the depiction of the the native americans um and there is views expressed towards wendy the only female character apart from tinkerbell um the whole plot actually centers around tinkerbell being vehemently jealous of another girl appearing which in itself is problematic because that's a depiction of female friendships which probably isn't accurate i'm fairly certain it's not accurate i'm not a woman i can't say for certain um but um but yeah it's there's there's so i understand it on streaming services more so than, than tv programs um that are shown on terrestrial tv although i must admit i don't actually watch terrestrial tv anymore everything i watch is streamed um i don't i watch terrestrial because i'm old school <laughs> <laughs> i just well actually it started out of necessity um because when we moved my um aerial lead and my tv are on opposite sides of the room my aerial socket and I have only just run a uh, aerial lead around the room properly um, and now I do have free view in my TV but I don't have um, I've lost all ability to remember to use it um, so yeah, yeah I just don't watch it anymore also I hate adverts so which I'm sure we'll come on to Surely. We'll get to adverts. <laughs> oh, we will get to adverts. Uh, <clears throat> right, that's enough about that because that, uh, yeah, I've already I've used my my one C word of the the episode. You see, um, still got mine tucked up my sleeve. <laughs> have you? Yeah. It's peeking out, it's winking at you, is it? Wink, winking at me. Yeah. Giving it a slight <laughs> go on then. <laughs> like a really jealous clam. Yes. <laughs> 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 Use me. Use me. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me of um, uh, a stand-up 
<laughs> stand up line by uh Dylan Moran, him of Black Books fame. And uh he was talking about the play the Regina monologues. And uh everyone knows that if a vagina could speak, it would sound like Enya. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't waiting for you to drink that time. That was your own fault. No, you were. That was I wasn't expecting Enya. I can't do the high pitched notes with all this sexy flame going on. No, sexy flame, not a friend's reference. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Dead, <laughs> shitty TV show. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think. Um, move on from advisory notices um did we want to do some listener feedback ones now we'll do some listener feedback ones yeah we've had quite a few we've had a few come on as we've been on air as well um so we'll start with the most recent that i've had um which is something we've already touched on already tonight uh so steve-o brilliant steve-o at total steve-o um algorithms algorithms yeah yeah, I, I mean, quite like a algorithm. Yes, but you're the same person who tried to light a scented candle before we went on air, and I'm drinking beer and you're drinking water. So yeah, yeah, and uh, you uh, even uh, said last time I like you, you even used algorithm. I, 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 I would I would guess that Steve O is referring to the algorithms on <laughs> social medias, and you're like that if you see yeah, one yeah, thing, the, the Facebook ones, yeah, the more the, of the, the things ones that target ads at you. I mean, but it is quite funny that. I mean, TikTok is obviously quite guilty about this. I mean, I've I've got into TikTok recently, and um, you've got to be careful because when you start off, obviously there's no data about you, and yeah. you could you could see some questionable shit on there. Yeah, there are some questionable shit by by questionable people. <laughs> yes, but 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 then it could it could turn at any moment. I mean, now mainly my tiktok comes up with people uh cooking various cuts of meat um yes. people falling over um all <laughs> things like that so mine mine what mine has started showing me recently and it seems to be three or four different accounts is people who quite clearly have something going on i'm mm. just going to leave it at that because i'm i'm not in any place to suggest what that is or recognize what that is there's there's something going on and they are doing things to food that is oh i've, I've, I've put in a really awkward pause there because i'm actually trying to figure out what words to use next rather than build tension um, well you've already just, doing stuff just, doing stuff to food has already told me where to link this into for, our, for our next uh <laughs> listener feedback one um and so yeah it's like this they just do things badly so it's just they're making a meal but they do it really badly um or it's a really over exaggerated probably fake reaction to something being hot or spicy or anything like that Uh, or it's just like casually dumping not so please say something else. A... <laughs> please say something else. Not casually dumping. Casually dumping. Just casually That's a dumping. Bad place so, to lead a silence. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, casually dumping not so much oil that it's obvious that it's fake, but like a stupid amount of oil into a pan before you then cook something like a solitary rasher of bacon. Um, and it's and it's kind of yeah, it's just I don't know why this suddenly appeared on on yeah. my FYP, um, but my algorithm is interacting with it somehow, um, and it's it's projecting that I will potentially like this sort of thing. Um, I must admit, I can't stop watching it. But, but that's it, those, isn't it? That's yeah. it. If something comes up and you're like, what? Well, I mean, this is horrific, but I'm still watching it. I'm going to go on TikTok now and see what comes up. Isn't that the it's just, No, it's just a woman who is... It says, people think I'm a regular mum until they find me on social media. That's No, that's weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is now a pregnancy reveal. Um, <laughs> but she's put the pregnancy test in his tea. No, gross. No, that's more than that. Oh, this is more, this is more us. When dad is in charge of the gender reveal. It's two guys who are wrestling, one in a pink singlet, one in a blue singlet, about to go through the table. (laughs) Oh, Suplex coming. I kind of want to watch this now. This is by a channel called Dude Dad. Oh, reverse the Suplex. Pink's trying to Suplex Blue. Oh, we're reversing. Chokeslam coming. I've not seen this, so I'm retreating now. Oh, pink goes through the table. So does that mean it's boy or a girl? Blue is pinned. Blue wins. It's a boy. It's a boy. There we go. Congratulations to that couple. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really good, it's a really good I'm, video. I saw it a couple I'm, of days ago. Oh no, it's a teacher versus student dance battle. That's a bit weird. Cringy and slightly predatory. Hang on. <laughs> what time of the day do you decide to be a cunt? When I wake up. What time That's it. Yeah. So that's um, beautiful. Who's who's C bomb is that? <laughs> that's no, that's that's uh, that's a neutral one. Some <laughs> neutral C bomb. <laughs> that's due to that. And to be fair, that is the algorithm on the Rantomeister's TikTok page. So it's it's a neutral one. Yeah, fair enough. We'll take that. We'll take that. Um, but yeah, algorithms <laughs> right. are weird. They 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 seem to know things before we do, which is getting slightly concerning. Yeah. So we agree with you, Steve. Basically, is what we're saying. Um, yeah, algorithms right. are stupid. So doing. Um, as you said, putting stuff in food. Scottish Danny has been in touch. Um, and he wants to rant about the general decline of the American Pie series. He's got a point, to be fair. Yeah, and I see the link with putting things in food. Yeah, that's why I went there. That is why <laughs> I went there. I'm going to see if I can find the... Uh, that actually, that actually ties in with the advisory notice as well, because I would imagine if they were to be shown on TV now, they would be heavily... Caveated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's not an okay series by today's standards, and and anyone watching it new would not be okay with it. Um, it is a 
it's certainly one and two um, are were essential watching growing up for our generation. Um, well, I'll read uh, before you come on. I'll read Danny's tweet. So this is just about the American Pie series of movies. The fascination with the continuation of the American Pie series. The big stars have all gone. The jokes are exhausting and the new guys and girls can't hang. And poor Eugene Levy's talents were spread so thin that even he's packed it in now. Should have killed it off after the wedding one. Even Don't, before that, to be fair. Mm, uh, the wedding needed to be the end. Um, yeah. I could, I would, I would accept the reunion. Um, I, yeah, I would accept the reunion, but anything in between and after i don't even know if there is anything after the reunion um it, it just needs to just needs to get in the bin just needs to fuck off um mm-hmm. it's not okay uh yeah one two were the best ones growing up um three was fine and it brought everything to a happy ending good place to leave it um and yeah coming back to it 10 15 years later as a reunion fine that happens a fair bit um with with films and, and tv shows nowadays um mm-hmm. i i can accept that <laughs> okay so yes american pie we agree it's kind of phased out it's yes with the it's not as funny as it was and you couldn't remake the first ones as they were now anymore um no. we move on so uh trace butler on twitter has come to us with two now not really there's so there's two people he's, he's got two here um one i definitely think you would agree with um one could go either way because i know your sort of style of films that you like i'll go first alex ferguson alex ferguson is right here it comes here comes mine <laughs> alex ferguson is a cunt um i i hate him um I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> Someone's got um, to be. Someone does have to be. Um, but yes, I, I hate that man. Dan, with Dan, passion. Dan Griffin's a Liverpool fan, so you'll be all right. You're in, you're in company. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, I I do respect him for what he did in as a manager. Um, but the way he did it and... The whole Fergie time, blah blah blah. He he was he he openly hated England. Um, he openly criticised the national team, even though we had probably the largest crop of players came from Man United during his tenure into the England team. Um, yeah, I just I just I I think he's an absolute douchebag. Um, and yeah, even just the way he chewed his gum annoyed me. Everything about him <laughs> annoyed me. Um, yeah, so I couldn't agree less. Um, as a as a as a Manchester United fan. Um, oh, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I I couldn't agree less. Uh, the, I mean, yes, he's an asshole, but you've got to be an asshole to be a football manager. So if you're an asshole, you may as be one who wins all the time. And I guess I, I fully appreciate it's that um, scenario where if he's if he's for you, you love him. If he's against you, you hate him. Yeah. Um, 
sit on both sides of that fence with a certain Uruguayan striker. So yeah, as a as a Liverpool fan, it's I do understand that that train of thought. I don't agree with it. I think he's a knob, but. <laughs> <laughs> So I will say, Trey's Butler's tweet on Alex Ferguson says, Alex Ferguson, does this need an explanation or an essay? That's all it says about that. You think, no, I say no, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> devil's advocate. <laughs> right, so... Red, de- Red devil's advocate. <clears throat> Trey's Butler's second choice. Um, is, is, oh, it's a, is it a D or is it an A? Because it's David Arquette. We'll go set our names first. Yeah. Um, although that is going to be sort of memo out to the listeners that will be abused and, and will be flexible throughout this process. Yeah, it depends it's fine. on how we're feeling. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about David Arquette. So he says, second rate actor that made a career of giving wrestling fans a bad name. Ready to rumble and the obvious one. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> also, he did not deserve peak Courtney Cox. <laughs> I, I'm with you on the on the last point there. I'm with you on the last point. <clears throat> no, he probably didn't deserve Courtney Cox. But um, second rate actor, yes, agreed. But you probably there's probably some movies of his that you like. I reckon. Um, the wrestling fans are bad name. Now, I've got something to say on this. The wrestling side of it, I the Ready to Rumble was terrible. It was a terrible movie. Terrible. And that, in turn, in terms of promotion, led him to be WCW champion. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. He was against it, but they made him do it. But kudos to the guy, because he gave all of his earnings to charity, I think, to Owen Hart's family and to somebody else's family, whose name escapes me now, whether it was Brian Pillman or it was was a a bereaved wrestling family. I think it was the Pillmans. But it was definitely Owen Hart as well. <clears throat> um, yeah. Do I like him as an actor? No. I again, friends reference. I remember him as Malcolm the Stalker. Um, yep. <laughs> and obviously he's in Screen. And Screen was where him and Courtney Cox, I think, first not met, but they their relationship blossomed. They bonded on the on the they set bonded. of Screen. They bonded um, over murder. Yeah. Scream is is not my favourite horror franchise. It was a little bit too comedic for my my personal flavour of horror. I don't know if this is going to be controversial. I actually think it's been quite good for wrestling, certainly in recent years. It's been a talking point. Big, I think he's a big name, and he's come in and he's take he's done it seriously. He's taken it seriously. Um, he freaked out obviously when um, something went nearly went very wrong and he needed to cut his neck open due to the incompetence of his imp- of his opponent mm. um that was on his recent sort of comeback bit wasn't it it was it was mm. yeah so and he actually he's come out and said i've decided to come back and, and do this run as almost an apology for what happened with wcw because you're right he didn't want to do it he didn't want to be given the belt he was kind of in the end forced to because he wanted he'd signed a contract to do some stuff with WCW and that's what they wanted him to do. Yeah, it was it was Bischoff being mad um, in the dying days of WCW and a lot of people will blame Arquette himself as as sort of the 
the final nail in the coffin, or one of the final nails. Which has always been harsh, in my view. Yeah. It's always been a harsh yeah. view. Yeah, but I don't agree with it at all. Um, yeah. No, so we half agree with you on that one, Trace Butler. We've got yeah, second with, yeah. with the Pete Courtney Cox, <laughs> so yeah, actor, yeah, wrestler, bad for wrestling, wrestling fans a bad name. No, I'm not buying we do, that. We do that ourselves. We do that <clears throat> yeah, ourselves. we bury that ourselves. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna do a really quick one now. This is from uh, the <laughs> it's from the Morty and Fitch Pod Show account. Now I don't know if this is more. I don't know if this is more or if this is Fitch. It could be either. I'm. I. If I was a gambling man, I'd say this is from Mott. There's no explanation to it. It just says almond milk. Yeah. Nut water. Nutty moo. Nutty moo. Yeah. Nutty moo can get in the bin. Moving on. Um, hope that answers your query there, more or Fitch, whichever one it was. <laughs> we put as right. much effort into that answer as you did into that question. Yeah, you should have given us more sort of <laughs> more ammo on that. Uh, right. Dan Griffin has been in touch. Big D. The Big D himself. <laughs> I can't now find his tweet though, which is quite annoying. But um. He did go into quite a lot of detail. I just remember that. American tourists. Oh. These are the ones that have actually escaped the country, haven't they? (laughs) For a period of time. Oh, my God. Look at that Buckingham (laughs) Palace. Yeah. It's. um... Hello, American friends, by the way. Hello, Hello, American. We're sort of sorry. But you're not known for your haste when you come over here. Haste or or self awareness or right. um, oh I found the tweet I found the tweet okay found the tweet let's read the Dan tweet. Griffin let's play Ameri- the, play American American I mean <laughs> this is great <laughs> American tourists and their ridiculous entitlements and complaints it is not your right as an American to get free refills of everything everywhere Brenda the <laughs> The Loch Ness Monster doesn't have showtimes like that bastard Shamu Earl. And no, Billy Bob, MSG is not more impressive than the Coliseum. I love Dan Griffin. He's a, he's a, he is a wordsmith. <laughs> you just call him Dan as well. I like, I like full naming him now. Dan Griffin. Dan Griffin is a wordsmith. Dan Griffin should refer to Dan Griffin only in third person. Yes. Yes. Dan Griffin should be that douchey. Dan um, Griffin will drink this new Tartarus beer. <laughs> I don't think we can really add anything to Dan's comments on that. I don't know. Um, you I, have a, you do have quite a lot of American friends, though, don't you? Or at least American contacts. So I do, I do. Um, so I'm going to be very careful about what I say. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm joking. But I am, I slate them regularly. Um, I am the only, certainly British person in the group. There is an Australian in the in the group chat as well. Um, Bruce. But yeah, I I am Bruce. <laughs> no, <laughs> not Bruce. Um, Shut up, Sheila. <laughs> it, it is a, it is a Sheila. Um, but yes, yeah, so we I, I I do go to bat, and that's that's actually where the name the, the nickname Cheesy Beans came from. Um, but yeah, no, they they largely accept that they don't know how to behave um, when they leave their country. 
not those, not, not this group in particular, but a lot of them don't know how to behave in their own country. So um, Americans is an interesting topic and probably one that probably needs its own um, own show. Maybe when we cover something like the Super Bowl. <laughs> you for United States. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a long way to build up to that. We can get angry all the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Casseroles. They're casseroles. Not casseroles. They're not casseroles. We spoke about this the other day when we actually saw each other in real life. Yeah. IRL. Casseroles. Biscuits. Anagrams. Another quick fire one. Just. um, I love anagrams. I love them unless they are pointless. So, computer cooling system. Hmm. CCS fan. You are not saving any letters or syllables. Is that not an acronym? What did I say? Anagram. Oh. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> At least it still began with A. I love anagrams. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you a couple of good anagrams. Go on. Um, uh, I can't remember now. So the the French footballer David Ginola. Yeah. So David Ginola is an anagram of vagina dildo. Okay. I bet he loves that. There was also a conservative French voice. There was a conservative uh, MP many moons ago called Virginia Bottomley, which is a hilarious name as it is. But an anagram of that is I'm an evil Tory bigot. Probably accurate. Fucking don't know the woman person. Acronyms, acronym, anagram. Uh, my personal, um, my first. Mm. Now I know what it is. My personal favourite, um, <laughs> an anagram of uh, Neil Warnock, the football manager, mm. is Colin Wanker. Huh. And he got he got really cross at a fourth official at uh, one match who kept calling him Colin, and he didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy right away from Neil Warnock so I've just found another tweet from uh, Tres Butler <clears throat> again I'm, we're not going to add anything to this because it's quite quite to the point um, so he's already sent me these tweets about Alex Ferguson and David Arquette we've got while we're at it throw astronauts up there as well space is crap and so are the knobheads who go there who'd have, who'd have a pint with an astronaut it's scientific glamping and glamping is shit what did you do, Tim Peake? You sat in a shithole covered in wires for two years. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I couldn't agree less. You love a bit of space, uh, don't you? I love space. I love sci-fi. I love the thought of exploring the universe. I love the thought of finding life out there. I am a firm believer that there is life out there. Um, just through sheer probability can't remember who said it but um one of my favorite space sayings is uh either there is life out there or there isn't and both is equally terrifying um yeah a lot of my favorite films are set in and around space fair enough fair enough um moving on from that so ct now trez butler's peaked on alex ferguson and he's just gone downhill from there really <laughs> you got alex alex ferguson and half an arquette and after that it's all gone wrong um okay my old mate steve on twitter says automated messages and, and option choices and things now we had a bit of a chat about this before we started yeah. <clears throat> it is it is annoying if you've had up a company said for for 
returns, press 1. For refunds, press 2. For help tying your shoelace, press 3. For customer service, whistle the Greek national anthem. Um, and it's always robotic voices. You're never really listening to the options. So you have to listen to them about four times. Irritating. So I went through the beautiful experience of renewing my passport uh, mm. and acquiring first passports for my children earlier this year. I say earlier this year, I actually requested them in January mm. for a holiday I was going on at the beginning of June. Oh, well, that went well. Uh, yes. And uh, I received them. I received the last one. So we were flying on early Tuesday morning, the beginning of June. Um, and I received the final one on the Friday afternoon before we were flying. Now, that was stressful enough. The very fact that every time you call them, so you look online, you have an account, you have, you see the progress status of each one. Nothing changes for bloody 12 weeks. Um, and so you go, this is getting ridiculous. This is over the 10 week period they allowed because it was obviously a backlog earlier this year. Um, and so I tried to call them. There is no, um, no amount of pathways you can change to actually speak to a human on that service. You are stuck with an automated service and it was infuriating. At one point, I genuinely considered driving to Liverpool to um, just get, <laughs> to just, confront, just to get to away confront from them. Well, yeah, just to get away from it all for a couple of days. No, um, that's that's the office that was dealing with with my request. Um, and so, yeah, to go up there and actually wait outside and request an appointment at nine o'clock or whatever it is when they opened because um, that's what a lot of people were doing. Uh, we we were we were if I hadn't got that last passport on that Friday at four o'clock, five o'clock we were cancelling that holiday. Wow! It was it was a last <clears throat> chance salute. And that's all through automated messages. Now, and I said to you, I can't be too cross about automated messages because the company that I work for, if you phone them up, you get a voice telling you which options to press and information about the company and whatever now the problem i can't voice is it, yeah not with this sexy phlegm that i've got going on because the voice if you find the company i work for up it's my voice <laughs> i don't know how i got that gig but it's my voice um and we when we got the new phone system we changed it from whatever it was a yeah pre-recorded hi you've reached the please press one it was sort of hi i'm ed winchester that sort of voice um some 1920s american news hound <laughs> yeah well that was a far show reference i just did in there anyway um and when they changed it this very we have a few customers who are very well to do and this lady phoned up and said oh you've changed you've changed the message at the front of the phone no i like the old one this one's boring the problem was she was on the phone to me she was on the phone to me at the time and I said, well, I take that as an ultimate compliment because the new voice is me. And she went, oh, oh I see. And that was it. Like, oh, sorry, man. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, automated messages can be annoying, but they can be sexy at the same time. Um, <laughs> right, we've got a couple more of these. Um, where are we? So, automated messages, yep, fine. Pigs, bladders. 
him as the logo creator of this fine show. Credit at Pigs Buzz. Good egg. Uh, aardvarks. They're just ridiculous. It's like they were designed by a six-year-old and a box of crayons. They're just wrong. I, I mean, I, I do question people's mentality. I mean, this is me questioning people's sort of mentality. But, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's an interesting corner of, of, of brain matter he's got going on there. I tell you what, as well, um, this is kind of where my brain's at, really. Um, it, I've only just twigged what an aardvark is. My brain was on an armadillo. Um, well, it's, it's, now, hang on. You've now confused anagrams and acronyms and now aardvarks and armadillos. I mean, it could be argued that an armadillo, an armadillo is, it's not late. It's ten past ten. Get over yourself. It's It's late. <laughs> as far as the listeners are aware it's late i'm not yeah. just dumb it's late <laughs> so what i'm trying to say is no uh, an armadillo is not an aardvark with a heavy coat on um it's just it's, <laughs> it's just a winter armadillo aardvark so so one i mean another thing that annoys me with is ants and my son bless him he used to have her- horrific dreams about ants he was being surrounded by ants. I think we were at a picnic once or something. There were ants around, and he freaked out. And he kept having these dreams about ants. And my brother-in-law came up with the idea of buy him a, a cuddly anteater slash aardvark. Right. So that's <laughs> what we have. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I thought that's a genius idea. That was how that helped get my son over his weird dreams of ants was a cuddly a cuddly anteater so i'm pro aardvarks i disagree i disagree with you pigs brothers okay last one I, last last listener uh entry here yeah i say listener because she doesn't she doesn't listen it's from my wife <laughs> um avocados are they smashed on toast just in general. Now she's got. I don't like avocados. I, I mean, I like. I do like guacamole. I don't mind it that. But even then, I have to be in the mood for it. But avocados, pointless food that even vegans can't enjoy because it's not vegan. Avocados. Is it not? No, I don't think bananas are either. If you, I'm sure it's something like that. You can't. Vegans can't eat avocados. I know vegans can't drink Guinness. Yeah. Vegans can't eat avocados. Vegans can't have honey either. But honey is sort of cultivated from bees anyway, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, because honey is difficult to cultivate naturally. All of those crops rely on bees, which are placed on the back of trucks. So, yeah, they're not vegan. Well, I tell you what, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Thank you, wife. Worcestershire sauce is also not vegan. I'll tell you something I learned today about Worcestershire sauce. Do you know what they call it in France? What? Sauce anglaise. Sauce anglaise. Yeah. <laughs> it's just English sauce. That's like they call custard English cream. Uh, you got to love the French in there. So this is <laughs> shit. <laughs> we just call it English whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's another thing that... Um, I've joked around with, with my American contingent is um, how they say words like mm. Leicestershire. 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 Leicester. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, aluminum. Yeah, aluminum. Um, Worcester. From Worcester. And I, uh, are you an Eddie Izzard fan? Have you watched his? I have dabbled. Have you watched his his bit about languages? It is incredible. He does a gig. Uh, in, he does a oh, gig. He's doing a gig in America, and he said, "You do say words differently over here." So, um, you say herb, and we say herb because it's got a fucking H in it. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to run a marathon. <laughs> I love Eddie as I will say. <laughs> I love his stand up. I, I will say. His, his yeah, I, I love really European transvestism. He's a very clever dude, Eddie Izzard. Very, very clever. I appreciate. I appreciate clever people. Going back to the the whole vegan fruits, some bananas uh, are not vegan. Also, organic bananas are vegan friendly. Although bananas are all natural fruits, they not may not be as vegan friendly as many believe. This is because an increasing number of farms have been coating their otherwise vegan bananas with a chemical spray that's derived from crab shells. Mm. So like that's why. Crab. A little bit of crab sweat. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, bananas and avocados are not vegan. Worcestershire sauce is on that list. Bananas, yeah. Cereals, we need that. Oh, this, this is American this quite clearly. They put about red M&Ms, but that's because of the dye, isn't it, from Beatles? Yeah. Which yeah, still, yeah. to this day, amazes me that we use Beatles yeah. as a dye. Mad, mad. Um, yeah, so there you go, avocados. You obviously, you, I, I bet your your wife likes an avocado, doesn't she? I bet she eats smashed avocados and yeah, shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we love avocados. Um, we went through a phase um, before we had children and were carefree and whimsical. Um, carefree and whimsical avocado Tuesdays, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so you scrape out half an avocado, uh, half an avocado, that's a hard sentence to say, um, and remove the giant stone that's in the middle and just fill the void with um, sweet chilli sauce. And have that have that on toast. Just put, the, put half an avocado on each piece of toast, and then you, as you break it up, it mixes all together, and you get a nice sweet, spicy avocado toast. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I can confirm it is delicious. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's delicious. It's like putting a load of amazing sweet chili sauce into a <laughs> into the Grinch's belly button. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like ASMR, shut up. <laughs> no, avocado yeah. can get in the bin. Oh, I will hear nothing more of it. Um okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be bothered if I never had them again, but I do like them. Good. Good. So <laughs> okay, we better move on. So we did have a long list of other things to say. I don't think we're gonna get a chance to go through all of these. I'm not gonna go through all these. I will tell one story though. Um when I was making this, uh, my list of, of annoyances beginning with A, I wrote on it Aspic. And a lot of people know what Aspic is. And, um, yes, yeah, so you weren't aware that Aspic is called Aspic, were you? I was not. I know it by another word, another name. Which is? Pork jelly. Well, pie jelly is what you called it. Pie jelly. Pork pie yeah. jelly. 
Yeah. Pork pie jelly. You actually thought that was the name of it. It's technical term, pie jelly. I didn't think that it, that was its technical term. I thought it would be some long Latin name, but, but it was just commonly Je- known. Jellius Porcius. <laughs> Jellius Porcius Maximus. Um, <laughs> no, so, I've never really given it much thought. Um, when, a, couple of, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to you on, uh, we, we, did one of these sort of me we weren't recording but it was we we're just having a chat and uh your wife was in the room and you both said what the fuck's aspic i said you know when you have a pork pie it's in the jelly that holds the meat together oh pie jelly <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah pie jelly. so basically it's... our a our random a rant is pie jelly a is for pie jelly a is for pie jelly indeed that might well be the um the, the title of the episode <laughs> just a really we never know set of people People have to wait and see on that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, again, I've got loads of other things on this list. I mean, I've already discussed previous episodes about my hatred of Ainsley Harriet um, and just, just ageing. I remember I put ageing on here. Oh, alarm clocks. This is the alarm clock thing. Alarm clocks are quite annoying. Oh, yeah. You can never set just one. Well, there was, um, and I'm sure... I'm sure I sent it to you about an alternative alarm clock. I'm going to try and find it now. Maybe it was a while ago. I will find it. This is an awkward silence now. It is. It is. So I'm just wondering if I can fill it with anything. Um, Automatic gearboxes. You've got here as well. Oh, I found it. It's fine. You don't need to talk about automatic gearboxes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so someone has come up with an alternative uh, alarm clock. <laughs> I'd have that as well. If I didn't have kids, I'd have this in the alarm clock. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's um, what the kids call something that slaps. Slapping the bits. Um, so, yeah, that's an improvement to alarm clocks. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be. I don't know, I don't know how to follow up. That. Well, we'll move um, on because you've got you've got two more choices there, Faye. <clears throat> I do, I do. Um, you okay? can't remember what they are now. I can, I can. I just have to go back to my my list. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go move on to. Um, this is a very personal one, and this I want to preface this with: this doesn't include all of them, but Arsenal fans. I've I've met a number of football fans over the years, um, and very very few teams have such a large contingent of delusional fans um, as as Arsenal do. Um, and I think this is kind of widely regarded, but this is felt very very personally to myself. Um, uh, Arsenal fan TV is Mental. comedy. <laughs> mental. mental. 
um, they have some of the guys on like the pre-season shows talking about who's going to win the league. They always think they're going to be invincible again. Um, it's just that thing of they did it once, and don't we just bloody know it? <laughs> as a Liverpool fan, uh, <laughs> as a Liverpool fan, um, they beat they beat us to the league in 88-89 season. Um, so that's 35, nearly 35 years ago. Um, I still have Arsenal fans remind me of that to this day. Uh, and I'm sat there going, you've got, you've got so many great games between those, these two great teams to pick mm. from. And you want to talk about one moment 35 years ago where we've both won trophies since then. We've both done great things since then. Um, yeah, it's just the sheer delusion um, of uh, of Arsenal fans. As I say, it's not all of them, but it's it's a lot of them. It's mm. it's enough of them to for me. If I hear someone who's an Arsenal fan, I go, okay, here we I'm go. Football with you? <laughs> no, I'm just not going to talk football with you. <laughs> well, it's we we sussed out where they lie. Yeah. Now you and I have quite a close mutual friend who is an Arsenal fan. Who, yeah, uh, I would actually say he he isn't one of them. No, no, he's more of a respectful Arsenal fan in that you know yeah. he, he's not respectful about anything else. So no, no it's it's, <laughs> it's that in itself is kind of weirdly delusional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't have an awful lot to add on Arsenal fans as a as a Man United fan. We will always be the team that ended the invincible streak. Yeah, um, and then later on beat them 8-2 at Old Trafford. We did, yeah, we did. Ma. Um, good, good times, good times. <laughs> but that, um, that was, a, yeah, it was a good time because then that was the rivalry between Arsene Wenger and Ferguson. And it was that always was a great time that, for, for football. Yeah. Ah, reminiscing. Okay, so yeah, we did Arsenal fans. So moving on from Arsenal fans to something totally different, and you agree that it's something totally different because you don't know where I'm going. Well, you do know where you do know where I'm going with this, but you kind of don't at the same time. I know what the subject matter is. I don't know. I don't know the reasons behind it. <laughs> I mean, there is a story, Slightly but concerned. it doesn't really concern me. But it is a bit of a trigger warning for. Well, you and I have children of the same age. I think, yeah, I will say it's a trigger warning because it's a trigger warning for me, this music. Um, <laughs> anyone who hears it will understand. Um, let me play the right one, though. That might help. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. I don't know what anyone has got in the car with you. I'm just... When, when disaster strikes, there must be no delay. I'm not going to call you, you prick. So, it's Andy from CBeebies. Um... The lanky, whiny little weirdo. Um, don't like him. He irritates the shit out of me. Um, he goes on all these adventures. Any parent will know that you've got 
We had prehistoric adventures, dinosaur adventures. What else we had? Um, aquatic adventures. That one was safari adventures, which is obviously not filmed in the Eden Project in Cornwall, and it's just spliced in with stupid shit. Um, and a CGI submarine, because of course. And that be funny. He does other ones where he does his thing with his band called the Odd Socks, who are equally just as crap. Um, that's got a theme that uh, that it will get in your head, so I'm immediately going to go and find that one as well. And I'll just play it in the back now because. Oh, this is louder. This is a, this is Andy and the band. The band is called the Odd Socks. I hope you realise the sacrifices I'm making for you for this, listening to this. I'm not even sorry. I've got a YouTube premium account. It's fine. This is this is their fault. He's he's just awful. He's too enthusiastic. I don't like overly enthusiastic people anyway. It's okay if you like. He loves his job quite clearly, but I question whether he loves his job. And there is a story behind this. It doesn't involve me. It involves my brother-in-law. Um, my sister and brother-in-law took my nephew. My nephew now fifteen. He was probably about probably about our boy's age, five, five, maybe six, to a stage show, and. And he was there doing his stupid shtick. And he was after a volunteer from the audience to play a role in this show. Now, my brother-in-law is quite a proud man. And uh, whereas usually, if, if you and I, if you were at this show with our kids, and they want, we want a male uh, volunteer, we would do this and just sink slowly lower into our chair. Well... <laughs> Depends what day of the week it is. Um, but um, no, my brother, my brother was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the audience. I'm in the joint for my boy. So of course, Andy goes, you. So he goes up onto the stage, uh, and I won't go into too much detail. But he dresses him up as Rapunzel for the best part of forty-five minutes. This isn't the bit that's annoying me about Andy. This is a I'll get to this in a minute, but um, was it basically, no, this is the, I mean, we're talking Butlin's Minehead, sort of that sort of stage show. Every day is Butlin, is Panto season in Butlin's. So I've never been, I think, uh, yeah, allergies. Neither have I, I'm just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, so he did this show and basically at the end of the show, um, my brother-in-law took my nephew to go and meet Andy. And basically, bear in mind, they'd spent the best part of an hour being dressed up as Rapunzel and acting like a total dick for, for his show. And he's like, no, 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 sorry, too busy. Not got any time. Blanked him and, and left. What's a knob? Really yeah. I hate when people get above their stations and think they're too good for their fans. Yeah, so he's immediately tarred with the same brush as people like Lewis Hamilton, who I don't like. They're the sort of people to bust out the "Don't you know who I am?" sort of thing. No, yeah. just, just and ever since then, even with his fucking shows, 
this safari world that he was somehow he's gone from being in the natural history i've done my research as you can tell going from the natural history museum <laughs> with a magic time traveling clock to learn about dinosaurs to suddenly oh, working in cornwall oh, that had an l in it <laughs> fuck it um to to working in a fucking eden project with a flying jeep which could transport through time uh, as well as just suddenly oh let's go through a cloud and oh look we're in oceana fuck off andy jesus christ and then oh it's fine let's let's go crazy let's bring in another section let's bring in a submarine for aquatic animals let's do that let's shrink it down let's go out swimming with a with a with a seahorse that you only see once every seven million years i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and the guy who runs the safari thing is is a div it's like oh have you never seen andy you know the scale of the eritrean seahorse i don't even know if eritrea have seahorses they do now but um (laughs) The purposes of the oh, but, but then he goes, oh, but I've gone and lost mine. If only someone could go and find one for me. Oh, oh all right then, Mr. <laughs> Hammond. Oh, I will, Andy the Clown. But he's in charge. How was he in charge? I just, uh, no. I think, we, I think we might have broken Ben. The look mm. on his face at the moment is um, one, of, one of despair. <laughs> And you've known me for a long time. I don't despair very often, but this prick can, no, get, you know. can get firmly <laughs> in the bin. I was t- I, literally today. I mean, we've already admitted this, this is our first of 2023, but we're recording in 2022. I have watched today the CBeebies Christmas Panto. He's dressed up as a fucking pigeon. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, but a pigeon was not it. <laughs> an, an, an electric guitar playing pigeon. Oh. Which is well known oh, in the story they were playing, which was Dick Whittington. When has there ever been an electric guitar playing pigeon in Dick Whittington? I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I could ever actually tell anyone under threat of death or violence. I don't know if I could tell you what the story of Dick Whittington was. A dick is and a cat going to find money in London, basically. Right, okay. I know, I know I've heard it, but yeah. He put the dick in um, Jesus Christ, guitar playing. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know some of the children's TV presenters. That's how quite a lot of people get their start, and that's absolutely fine. But this guy's been doing CPV for about fifteen years, and he's all, "Hi, hi, I'm Andy. I'm happy to be here." No, no, you're not. Yeah, so there's there's probably going to be a few of these subjects through the course of the A to Z, um, and. I'm just going to preface all of them now with saying I have an inherent distrust of male children's TV presenters. Were you traumatised by Gordon McGrath as a child? Yes. Yes. I won't tell you where he touched me, but he touched me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (coughs) So one that will be coming up um, will be Justin. I find him creepy. I find him unsettling which is probably worse than creepy. Um, and there's just been too many stories that have come out about people who started in children's TV over here. But I've always found Justin creepy. Now, we have we have children at a similar age, um, um, but I actually have a, a much older child as well. Um, so I've been subjected to Justin for 
many, many years. Um, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the fact that he has a program called Something Special as well, it, it just doesn't sit right with me. Um, and it just sounds like he's mocking them a lot of the time. So, yeah, I just don't know. Children, male children's TVs presenters, I just find difficult to watch. And I'm sure that is completely unfair on the vast majority of them. Well, yeah, I'm immediately thinking, hang on a minute. Pat Sharp, legend. Uh, Neil Buchanan, legend. Philip Schofield, nah, he can get the bid. Um, Philip Schofield is, is on my list of creepy people. He can he can jump the queue to get in the bin. Yeah, cultural reference there. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Stop 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 twirling. Stop I'm twirling, twirling my muff at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been a, a long week, a long day, and it's got to the stage where I've taken the, the muff off of my microphone and I'm thinking, what if I make this talk to me right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Cedric. I'm a muff. No. Oh, <laughs> See, this is what Andy from CBBS has done to me. Are you laughing at the, the fact I've just done that or the fact I've called it Cedric? More Cedric than anything else. I just wasn't expecting Cedric. Oh, Cedric, how are you? <laughs> Ah, I'm all right. Oh my God! See, this is this is. I've, it's led me to this existential crisis. Yeah, well, that's what Andy from bloody CBeebies would do. I mean, there's other ones here as well. He's got, as I say, he's got assistants. He's got. It's just fucking terrible. All of it. Yeah. Oh. Super high tech Aquabase, a window to the sea. Mr. Hammond is the boss, but it's Jen who's in the know. Come on, my adventures! Mr. Hammond is the boss, it's Jen who's in the know. So, what the fuck is Andy there for? But then, I tell you what else is annoying about this that he goes. So he goes out of his submarine to swim looking for, I don't know, a, a walrus or tortoise or turtle. Turtle. Turtle's more likely underwater, I suppose. Um, but he has to then go back yeah, to you the... Won't, you won't get a very active tortoise underwater. <laughs> but he, has, he then has to go back to the safari world thing. But he's obviously in a wetsuit, so he's soaking wet. But he just goes, engage drying mode. And he sort of shakes his head like a spaniel, like this. And... It's CGI and he goes dry again. I thought that sounded like your neck cracked, by the way. But I think it might have been your headphones. Anything is possible. <laughs> that is how angry I am. The anger that seeps through me right now, you can bottle it. <laughs> It'll smell of nothing but dinosaurs, sweat, and pickled onions. Oh, do you like pickled onions? I don't like pickled onions, no. They're too oniony. <laughs> too oniony. Yeah, but... So that's why I don't like Andy from C. He, 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 he messed my brother in law around. He let down my nephew. He's got stupid television shows. And he's just, a, I've, well, I've used my word already, haven't I? But he's just a prick. So, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Let's move on. We need to talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's covered. Anyone will know who's got kids that age why he's annoying. Yes. Oh my god, there's something else here as well called Car Ride Surprise with Andy Day. Jesus. Why would you get in a car with him? Why would you let your children in a car? Surprise. Yeah, what sort of surprise is it? I mean, your, your head immediately goes worrying surprise, doesn't it? I mean, it's probably innocent. Yeah. He's probably, oh, let's go out and buy some rhubarb, kids. No, that's that's a horrific surprise. Why would you want rhubarb? Rather, rather than, hey, kids, here's my rhubarb. Yeah. <laughs> I've been the rhubarb, you've been the custard, yeah. Um, James is smirking at that. His mind went that way. This is why we've been friends for so long. <laughs> that's, that's just, that's washed over me in layers. <laughs> and I've, I've appreciated every single one of them. Yeah. Um, I, I literally had um, a conversation with someone yesterday about um, a very famous logo in, in the sort of graphic design world, called House of the Rising Sun. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I'll carry on and I'll let you know. Uh, fair enough. So basically it is a logo that was designed for a Chinese restaurant um and was clearly not proofed before no. um oh my god i think i've just seen it show it up because i can't find it quickly right, hang, on. hang on let me just let me yeah that's the one yeah so um obviously this is an audio podcast um, that's quite so something is, it is a dark orange sun with a traditional Chinese style house with the roof that comes down and flicks up, um, which went out and was actually published for this restaurant. And um, there's no easy way to say this. It looks like a penis entering a lady parts. Well, you say it's a um, restaurant. It's not. It's coming back saying it was the logo for the Brazilian Institute for Oriental Studies. So this is an educational oh. facility that have used this yeah. logo. There you go. There you go. Um, so it's, um, but yes, and um, I followed that up in the conversation with my friend who was telling me about it um, and just said, everyone needs a friend with a dirty mind. Yeah. To proofread, proofread, proof check anything, because if they can make it dirty, you shouldn't use it. <laughs> I mean, I've just seen some other some other horrific logos. Oh yeah, there are some doozies out there. So I'm going to show you. I mean, again, I I would just say I've found the logo for the Arlington uh, Pediatric Center. Okay. Oh, I'm just going oh to put that up there. So yeah, immediately I knew what they were trying to do. Unfortunately. That's not what yeah. it looked like. They've, they've missed there. Um, they've changed the logo since, but it, looks, it just looks like someone's resting a knob on someone. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you fancy Googling, that, that's quite an interesting one. The Arlington it's Pediatric a, Center. It's a rabbit hole to go down, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> That was a rip. Whoa. <laughs> this is for a um, a charity called Safe Place. 
She's obviously someone sort of protecting whether I don't know. I don't think I can't imagine it's domestic violence or anything like that. But it's um. Oh my. Yeah, there's some gropage going on there. But there's some there's some gropage, and it could potentially look like some sort of Angelina Jolie situation or Madonna situation. Yeah. There's a bakery here as well called Mama's Bacon. Got a bun in the oven, clearly. And it's on fire. <laughs> it's just the lady with a fiery queef. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that's not a title, I don't know why it's... <laughs> I'm embracing the coughing again. You're, you're muting again, oh. you, you party pooper. Yeah, I am. So, uh, yeah, going on from inappropriate... Um, paediatric logos and and fiery queef uh we better talk about alcohol <laughs> best it sounds like we've both been on quite a lot of it this this episode so far um but we really haven't we haven't <laughs> not really, genuinely not really. no this is I, just how I, we I run drop. I've, I've just got water still i mean i had i didn't even have two beers and i'm yeah i'm on the soft stuff now so yeah yeah um alcohol especially especially at this time of year um is 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 the cause of a lot of issues quite simply i don't have any issues with people drinking alcohol i have issues with people who don't know their limits especially um but people who are also just silly with alcohol um to me you have a very small window in which to be silly with alcohol with we have a lot of lot, lot of words getting drunk and um as as much as people hate him michael mcintyre did come up with one of my favorite jokes and you can substitute any word in the uk yeah. language for getting drunk car parked um, car parked bungalowed trousered um flanged just going slightly off i use I, I tend to bring out a few of my own like that goulashed i did say goulash quite a lot Weirdly enough, I've said goulashed before, and I don't think me and you have ever conversed on this subject. No, probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't I don't have any issues with people who who go out and get drunk. It's it's how they handle it. Yeah. No, yeah, I no, much I've, just don't I've, drink anymore. Oh yeah, I've cut down a lot. I've yeah, I don't drink anywhere near as much as I used to. Yeah, I think partly it's it's being a parent and trying to parent hungover is possibly worst experiences you will ever have. <laughs> um, but there is also just an element of I just don't really enjoy the feeling of being drunk. No. And I never really have. Um, I have to be really in the mood to go out drinking. Um, and it's happened a, a number of times. And I've loved every second of it. And then the yeah. following day you're just like, why? Why am I doing this? There's bits of kebab in my bed. Why is this happening? <laughs> Um, <laughs> in, my, in my beard and in my bed <laughs> everywhere everywhere it's in my body hair <laughs> i just don't think i can't also can't understand how some substances are illegal and yet alcohol which is the cause of so much pain and suffering in the world is still legal mm. I, I just don't get it like i don't understand how tobacco is legal either i will emphasize like the drugs that are available are, in my view, worse than some of the drugs which are illegal. And I'm not going to get up on my soapbox and start preaching legalise anything. 
we have the laws we have and we need to abide by them. But I can't understand how you can just go out and drink as much as you want, no, no limit, yeah. no checks, nothing. Um, and yeah, it's, I just don't understand it. So I, I went to a, um, I went to Germany in August. Now Germany is very famous for, for its alcohol. Um, but I actually went to, I went there to attend a friend of mine's wedding. It was a, it was a fantastic week, it was brilliant sort of immersion in culture that was completely different from my own. And I realized actually I didn't miss it. I had a great time up dancing, all the rest of it. And I have always been someone, I need a few drinks in me to have a dance. But this, you just get in the spirit and everyone else is doing it. And it's just, it was just great. It was so much fun. Um, And not a drop of alcohol was consumed. And yeah, you go, you go, come back and you sort of chat to a few people and they go, oh, um, yeah, well, I couldn't couldn't go out dancing. I have pre-drinks. I have prinks. And it's like, no, you don't. Fuck off. Prince, yeah. who calls it Prince? Apparently, the current generation of, of youths do. Oh, um, man, people who grow yeah, up watching yeah. bloody Andy off CBBS, Jesus. <laughs> that was the Absolutely. first gen. That's the first gen, right? Like, like Pokemon, first, first gen, gen of Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they 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 um they need to almost be pass out driving before they're even leaving the house, before they even enter the pub. Yeah, and they're not going out till half ten, eleven o'clock at night. And you think, yeah, I want to be a bed buddy. That makes me feel so yeah. old. <laughs> I I don't mind a quiet pint, having a chat with a friend um, yep. in a nice country pub by a fire. That's that's where I'm happy having a drink. Um, yeah, I just don't. sat at home on a random Tuesday having a beer. That's just not who I am. Um, I'm actually medically classified as sober because every medical form I've ever had to fill out recently has been how many units do you consume in a week on average? Yeah. On average, it's none. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I'm, the, I'm the same. I'm, I mean, predominantly for me as well, I'm, I'm, I'm driving to places most of the time. So if I do a drink, if I'm out, say, after work, or whatever, I mean, I would have one with food. But even then, no, that would be it. I mean, at my work Christmas, dude, I said, no, I'm I'm not drinking because I'm driving. I had to pick my son up anyway, and it was just easier. Uh, but, yeah, you have people, oh, yeah, you've got, you got to come out and have a drink. It's Christmas. It's a laugh. Get someone to pick you up. Come and have a few beers. Let's get wasted. I thought, no, it's on a fucking Thursday night. I've got to work tomorrow anyway. What's the point? I don't want to be hanging out of my ass and... Yeah, as you say, parenting, however, is not good, particularly when you've got like me, a kid who wakes up at two, three o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. No, no, not feeling that. Um, no, but also this time of year, you get the absolute knobheads who go, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to drive because I'm only going to have one. They end up having three or four and they drive like a twat. Yeah. Um, and they, and they um, moan that they and they moan that they get pulled. They moan that they get pulled. They then get points in their license. But literally, I have driven home this afternoon from a day out with the kids. It's dark. It's raining. It's icy. 
there are people flying about generally oh, yeah. in a certain brand of car like not a care in the world and it's like it's dangerous and you can almost tell the ones who are either on their phone or have had a few too many drinks yeah and i hate driving in december and i love driving i've always loved driving um but i hate driving in december because it's it's not actually in your control in any way shape or form if someone plows into the back of you they could be pass out drunk at the wheel it's, it's it's just people just don't understand if you're driving in december just don't drink at all don't even be tempted to have one because people no. get silly that's right stop it it's a psa Cease. as well as a run well, <laughs> be in my place of what i did for my christmas too never mind um, <laughs> <laughs> If, if you're if you're of that kind who can't just have one, don't even pretend that you're going to go out and just have one. Yeah, no, no, not worth it. Not for anyone or anything. It's, no, it's not. You'll end up on one of those police interceptor shows. Yeah, uh, I love. They're brilliant. The thing with alcohols are obviously you make some very good points. Now there are also some horrific stories that come out from a comedy standpoint of things that happen with uh, alcohol. I mean, for instance, the last time I drank tequila, I ended up on the Isle of Wight. That's good going. Yeah. No one wants to end up on the Isle of Wight. To be fair, it probably no. take tequila to get me on the Isle of Wight. Uh, and I, I am also pretty freaked out by boats. <laughs> and I know that I didn't swim because, you know, I don't really float. the alcohol to get you on the boat. Clearly. Really? But that was many moons ago, but still. Everyone's, everyone's got several stories. Um, I will say there are only ever two instances in my life where I have lost actual time. And not even a point of people have gone, you were doing this or this happened. That doesn't yeah. bring back anything. I have actual like two 12-hour stretches of time that are just gone from my memory. <laughs> I've not been that hour. bad. No, I've not, I've not been that bad. I mean... Um, even on my wedding day, I didn't drink that much because I was just too busy sorting other things out. And well, I went my wedding day. We we broke a few people um, with alcohol, but oh, yeah. we made sure, as I you was know, there. Um, <laughs> um, but your wedding day, I was driving, so I think I probably right. had um, a couple of sips of whatever you toasted. I think you probably toasted. Yeah, yeah. But also, I don't like white wine in any no. format. No. So um, I will I will toast and I will sip because that's what you do. Bad luck to not sip. Um, but though that was the only alcohol that passed my lips that day. But I know myself that I can do that and just go. That's me done. I'm going to stick the soft drinks for the rest of it. But yeah. If there was any doubt in the person who is taking me home not being able to do that, I don't drink because yeah. I need to be ready to be able to get into that car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, my, my wedding, uh, you, you were there. I probably was drunker than I was expecting to be. But um, it, it, that happens when whenever someone sees you with an empty hand, they give you another drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. You lose track of what you're drinking. But yeah. as I say, we got we got a car back to wherever we were staying that night. Um, and I felt awful the following day and had a massive fry up and felt slightly better. <laughs> 
But yeah, as you say, it can break that went into break some people. But then it was yeah. the different scale scale of alcohol, as you say. There's some people. Like by I think by the end of your wedding, I had I had sobered up. I was drinking at your wedding. I stayed in a hotel overnight. And um, but a few of our party that we came with, <laughs> one of them <laughs> at half past two and half past one in the morning, maybe in the foyer of a Holiday Inn, was shouting and screaming that he just wanted carbonara. So yes, yeah, it happens. Yes. I think he had to settle for spaghetti bolognese in the end, didn't he? He did have to settle for spaghetti bolognese, and that's only because they got the chef out. They got the chef out of bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, that was the stories that came out that the following yeah. day were <laughs> were were magical. So there is a good thing. There is a good place for alcohol in society, but it's the it's people who know who don't know their limits, and as I say, don't and are silly with it. Yeah, and it, I mean it's it's an addiction. At the end of the day, people getting serious stuck with it. It's, but then there's people who, as you say, they turn the corner. And I know a few people who are teetotal now who've had issues in the past, celebrating years and years of sobriety, who are absolutely brilliant. And you think absolutely yeah. full fair play to you. you. Found something that took hold, but you have cut yourself off from it. And doing better with yourself, absolutely kudos to those people. Um, absolutely. If you like like me, every now and then, yeah, you go out for a night at a pub with a mate, go and sit in front of the fire, have a couple of pints, get a cab home, absolutely fine. I mean, I I have been known to have a beer at home every now and then. But it's interesting, isn't it? The um the the places where a lot of alcohol is consumed, being mm. largely sporting events in this country we've had a lot of fans go out to qatar and they haven't been able to drink and there has reportedly whether you believe it or not as accurate or not have been minimal issues with crowds we certainly haven't seen any of the traditional english fans abroad england fans abroad um, yeah, so they they've recently they have recently announced i've actually got that stat in front of me that the number of um english and welsh uh fan arrests at the world cup and i've got the exact number in front of me do you want to know how many there were go for it i this is fa- this fascinates me none yeah none i think that i think and regardless of and again we're not getting political not getting anything like no, that hang on hang on hang on, hang on. before we before we before we get political there's a crisis here I have dropped Cedric the Muff, and I don't know where he has gone. <laughs> come, come back to me, Cedric. Oh no, this is a serious incident going on. I need to. We... Oh, come on now. Where are you? See again. This is an audio podcast. I'm currently on my knees, still sort of <laughs> towards the mic, looking for a anthropomorphized muff. For <laughs> but that's how it has become. I'm very well aware that this is a deep topic and we're going to be moving on to an even deeper topic in a minute. So I'm trying to light me up by a bit of a, by a bit of muff searching. Um, <laughs> Have you found your muff? Hello! <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> How are you, Cedric? Oh, I'm okay, thank you. <laughs> I had while you were talking as well, I had also turned Cedric into, um, into a little hat. <laughs> oh, lovely. It, it's either a hat or a bell end. 
you ruined that for me, you bastard. I did. I did. It's all right, Sarah. I, you go and sit over there. Don't listen. Don't listen to the nasty man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were really getting into it on our car, and I disrupted. Yeah, you. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this isn't to get political, this isn't to take any stances on, on how Qatar runs as a country or anything like that. Um, they have a much stricter punishment set for yeah. poor behaviour. Many things. Um, for many things. For many things, many things. Um, and they also have a no alcohol policy um, in, in the streets and in the stadiums. The yeah. fact that there is zero arrests um that is not a coincidence now it's probably a mixture of the both the threat of the stronger punishment and the lack of alcohol but actually it's we as a nation when it comes to alcohol do not know how to behave Mm. and it's our entire society is built around the pub and it's interesting that you say that you've got more and more friends who are sort of teetotal in air quotes whether that's fully teetotal or pretty much medically like us yeah like medical teetotal um and that's purely choice um rather than necessity that is happening more and more with our generation and the next generations below they are choosing not to drink and i think that a lot of people are actually opening their eyes and seeing the damage it does um and and that in my eyes can only be a good thing it's people being better educated about effects of things and that can only be a good thing yeah um i i mean i this is not related to alcohol but i feel the same regards to smoking um mm-hmm. I'm I mean, a form of vapor as well. <laughs> fucking vaping. But, but I will say on that very, very quickly, I used vaping as a tool to quit smoking. I vaped for longer than I needed to and longer than I should because I did enjoy all the different flavors, all the fruity flavors. Um, but I got to a point flavor. where I was like, It's not a flavor. It's a synthetic load of fluff. It is. It is. And I loved it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I got to a point where I was just like, I've got so little nicotine in this. I'm just going to knock it on the head. Um, and I lasted three days with zero nicotine before I went. This is fucking pointless. And just yeah. stopped. Um, and I've been um, nicotine free <laughs> for four years, four and a half years. So yeah. and I was I was a 25, 30 a day smoker. From the age of sixteen, I mean, I've never seen the bit of smoking. I've dabbled, but no, but no. My reason for it was, um, I think it's New Zealand. I could be wrong. They've done a law this week that um, they've done a law. They've done a law. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my politics degree background and my my grammar school education. They've done law. They've done the Cedric, law. Cedric, Cedric now. Cedric says they've done law. <laughs> but so people born after 2008 mm-hmm. will not be legally allowed to buy cigarettes interesting so that being the goal by i think it was 2015 
50, something like that, that there should be... I mean, the smoking levels apparently in New Zealand are, are ridiculously low anyway, but um, I found that interesting. I'm sure it's... Out in the country, aren't they? That's, that's a fascinating approach to it as well, because yeah. you're going to have parts of society that can and parts of society that can't. That is a... It'll be interesting yeah, so... to follow that from a from a, 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 a general study point of view yeah so that's it yeah well into new zealand they passed into law passed into law a unique plan to phase out tobacco smoking by imposing a lifetime ban on young people buying cigarettes the law states that tobacco can't ever be sold to anyone born on or after january the 1st 2009 Big fat it means, so yeah it said it means it means <laughs> It means the minimum age for buying cigarettes will keep going up and up. In theory, somebody trying to buy a packet of cigarettes 50 years from now would need ID to show that they were at least 63 years old. That is mad. But also, I think to get out, get our world out of the grip of smoking, it's going to need something outside of the box like that. Yeah, so they state they have a stated goal, a stated goal of making New Zealand smoke free by 2025, because it will put people off. So the, the the interesting question will be tourism, because is that only going to be applicable to New Zealand born citizens, or would know. it be applicable? And could you theoretically bring in cigarettes? And so it'll be it'll be interesting in terms of the tourism. So the most smoking rates as a whole are, are low. Vaping has gone up because people are coming up from smoking. And it's usually, it's the, I'd say, probably the people that have smoked all their lives. Like It's quite high in Maori populations. It's, I just thought, I thought when you said about the alcohol, I was like, actually, that's the smoking thing in New Zealand I heard about this week. And I thought, that's quite a big step. Quite a big it's a huge quite, step. Quite a big law to make. No, make law. I it make is. law. I make it a little. Cedric says we make law. Cedric says instead of Simon says. Yeah. We might need, to keep, might need to keep Cedric and create a create a section for him. The nasty man says you can come back. Oh, thank you, nasty man. Cheesy beans. <laughs> cheesy beans. Sir, cheesy beans to you. Cedric, Cedric says cheesy beans can stay for now. But not out to stay his welcome. No. Um <laughs> oh right. Okay. Before we get on to our I think we've covered alcohol, let's face it. Uh, I think we have. I think we have. And I think we've covered it quite well. Let's quickly um I'm gonna pick some random ones from this list before we go on to our last one, because our last one is pretty deep. It's pretty deep. Um, it we mentioned it very quickly before. Automatic gearboxes. I hate automatic. I can't drive an automatic. You love an automatic. I bet you do. I I have an automatic, um, and I do a lot of long distance driving, and it is wonderful. Only because it takes pressure off of one of your feet, and I mean, what is a long journey without the feel of a hard shaft in your hand? <laughs> oh, I still sometimes grip. The hard shaft oh. just to feel just to feel that manual presence again when i um, when i when i bought my my car recently last summer when i <laughs> that does sound horrific i'm not gonna lie that does sound horrific when i bought my car last summer uh i i i bought it off an online site and um on the listing it had imperfections to the car 
That is a manual. I would only ever get a manual because, you know, fuck automatics. But um, one of the imperfections my car had was <laughs> was a slightly worn knob. And it even <laughs> said that in the listing. I thought, yep, that's the car for me. <laughs> I know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on from that. Um, Anne Widdicombe. Don't need to say an awful lot else about Anne Widdicombe. Um, She's like, if... um, uh, Imagine if Yoda was human. (laughs) Yeah. Washed out. Um, As as you will know, my my Twitter handle is YodaHue, which has been my sort of online gaming name since I created one. Um. I'm quite a big fan of Yoda. Oh yeah, I love and I love a bit Yoda, but I'm I'm just thinking, yeah, if Yoda was human, and Anne Whittacombe. Humanizing him. Um, the other thing with Anne Whittacombe is, if you type Whittacombe into predictive text, it came out Widdershins, which I quite like, and I don't know what a Widdershin is, but <laughs> I don't want anything happening to my shins and my Widdershins. I, I, um, I put Apple products here as well. Yeah, I know you're an you are an Android man, aren't you? So you like a Samsung. I am. I, I'm a I'm a staunch Samsung person as well. Yeah. See, in a previous life, I was a mobile phone salesman, and that, obviously you had these idiots coming every year. I want the latest iPhone. Oh, get a life. Get a life. Go and buy yourself some energy to heat your house rather than spend fifteen hundred quid on a phone you don't want or need, and whose technology has already been do- been out for the last three years on an Android. Um, yeah. Fucking Apple. The only Apple I, product I have, the only Apple product I have is my ancient iPod Classic, which I still have with the with the wheel. I've actually recently charged it up again and it's brilliant. Love it. But other than that, <laughs> iPhones can get in the bin. Yeah, absolutely. And Apple products in general can get in the bin. Since the death of Steve Jobs, they are crap. They're not innovative. They are crap. Didn't really like Steve Jobs anyway. He was a bit up his own ass. Bless him. He was, but he was very clever. And he made he made Apple actually kind of world breaking. Um, he used he, some massive leaps in technology because of Steve Jobs. And he was also he was, uh, a, he was also Michael Fassbender and Ashton Kutcher, which was weird. He was. <laughs> but no, I think we've covered everything else. The main ones on here. Um, yeah, because we did aging, uh, getting old. No, don't like getting old. Um, What's your, after one, Alan, what, what's your after eight minutes are ridiculous they're horrible chocolate with stupid thin layer of fondant no why would you have my white after eight even after that is oh yeah we have it after a meal have it with a coffee no the fuck off no <laughs> there is much better mint chocolate out there i will say there is much better i mean there is nothing wrong with the mint matchmaker Oh, there it is. Oh, you've just tickled my parsnip there with that. Uh, there you go. Love a good. Uh, Sleep out there. Love, out a there. Good, <laughs> love a good parsnip tickling ceremony. Um, what's your view on Alan Partridge? I don't get it. Good. Never Thank liked you. Him. No, me neither. Let's leave that there. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Okay. We better go to our last one. Our boiling point, as you say. The last one will be we. So. As we explained at the beginning, we will go through three things that annoy each other. Some we agree with, some we won't. Um, a few that get sent in, a few that get 
other the one, others that made our list that we don't have time to talk about properly. But the last one is one we do tend to agree on. And okay. this one's a biggie. Do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah. You go first on this because this was we you did come up with it first and I've sort of caught on to it. So <laughs> So this this one is um it's it's the big old lovely ball of fun. Anxiety. anxiety yeah anxiety um <coughs> there's been a massive increase in not just mental health awareness but actually i think mental health um suffering in in recent years i think partly because of covid and being locked indoors with for however long we are not a, we are not a species that is meant to be locked locked indoors um and it's just a bastard isn't it it's oh, yeah. just an absolute so i don't think i've used my c-bomb yet no oh I, I think you might have done oh i think you might have done should we should we grant an extra one for the yeah. benefit for the benefit for the benefit of the edit <laughs> just grant the benefit the edit yeah anxiety is a cunt yep it is it just is like the, it's such a crippling feeling. Um, I would actually say it's probably worse than depression because it's just depression just makes you not want to do anything. Anxiety niggles it that you constantly that you shouldn't do anything because something bad will happen. Yeah. And it's it's not a quantifiable feeling. It's just there. It's that feeling of dread. It's that mm pit in the bottom of your stomach it's that overthinking in the middle of the night it's it affects so many different people in so many different ways it is just crippling when it hits you oh, yeah. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know ben is just nodding vigorously um, yeah. like a churchill dog at the moment you already um, know what i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah yeah um and so yeah i i have i've experienced my first real big bout of anxiety earlier this year um which was actually heightened because of the medication i was given um and it was just awful like i like to overthink but i like to kind of plan as I overthink, so I plan for all the different scenarios. I don't really get bogged down into like danger details um, or minutiae of details. I just like to think, oh, what would, I, what would I do if this happened? And I just sort of extrapolate upon that. Um, this, I fixated on one thread. I was like, that is going to end up happening. Um, it didn't, because it was ridiculous. I knew somewhere in my coherent brain it was ridiculous but yeah it just sits there and tells you all this stuff and it's it's crap it is crap um but it doesn't feel crap it feels real and Mm. it's terrifying Mm. and as i say it's it's paralyzing yeah yeah this is i mean I don't know when I could really start on this subject. Uh, it's a, it's a biggie. It's a massive one. It's I, as you know, I quite often like to keep my cards quite close to my chest. 
Um, but before I get going on this, I'm going to give a little shout out to um, Scottish Danny. Now, the reason I'm shouting Scottish Danny is he was on the show uh, end of December, beginning of December, I think. And his honesty about his what he's been going through, his experiences, he was absolutely frank about stuff. And I'm going to be frank about this as well. So I have suffered for a long time with depression. I've suffered a long time with anxiety. It's crippled me throughout my youth. It's been a shitter. The reason uh, links into alcohol as well, not that I was a dependent on alcohol or anything like that, but it's the reason I don't like to drink too much when ever, really, going to events, going to meetups. I don't want to because the ability to not drink gives me an escape route. It gives me an escape. It gives me a way out. And even if, even at times, as you say, even at times where you shouldn't be feeling that, that, you know, twisted and whatnot, for instance, we recently, you and I, and a group of us, we met up in real life. My wife will back me up on this. I, for a long time, to most of these events, until about a couple of hours before, I don't want to go because I am that wound up. Even though we're obviously really close friends, I can't do it because I, whether it's a fear of how I'm perceived by people, whether it's because I was quite open and back in the uni days, I was obviously not the light and soul, but I was. You know, I was more, yeah, come on, boys, let's go, go, go. I'm not, and I'm not that. And I, maybe it's me coming within myself because of how I feel about myself. Don't know. Um, I was convinced, but I'm always very aware of what others sort of think of how I am. But the fact I'm not drinking doesn't mean I don't want to be there. But it means I'm just very mindful of why I'm there. Does that make sense? If you need, if you need to make your excuses and go, you can without any delay yeah yeah a few people within our circle know about my sort of issues and yeah i was put on medication and the medication didn't work for me it made me worse it made me so so ill um yeah i ended up weaning myself off these tablets which was the worst thing i've ever had to do but with me it's panic attacks with me it's panic attacks is my first full-on panic attack was on my honeymoon um not like that before people some people think that um <laughs> but no we from our honeymoon we went to new york brilliant trip absolutely amazing however and i thought i remember when we booked the holiday right we, we're avoiding um the really cold weather avoid thanksgiving uh avoid sort of other we're talking november time um yeah, avoid the really wet weather as well. The thing I didn't think to mention was that we went in November 2016. A certain election happened in November 2016 <laughs> uh, when a certain dickhead got in to be president. Um, and that dickhead's hotel, that he was his base, was the same road as my hotel. So we had been out on election day I can't even remember where we went. We went in, I think we saw Statue of Liberty or something like that. We were coming back and I couldn't find a way back to the hotel. Everything was martyred. There were police cars. There were people with guns as tall as me. It was, and I couldn't see a path to safety. I lost it completely. I thought I was going to pass out. My wife said to me, if you if you were going to go, I need to get you sat down because if, if I'm a big guy, if I fall over, she ain't picking me up. <laughs> so 
but that was my first panic attack that I really remember. And I've had them ever since I had one today in the middle of Lidl. I just ran up, but this, this is parenting. This, that's parenting for you. And it's, it just, it, there are days where it all gets just too much and you can't sleep. You don't want to eat. It's a fucker. It's a real fucker. And do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what you said about using two C's? It does make you feel like a total cunt. It's not worth, and I'm not suicidal or anything like that, but it it does make you question things. What is what is the point? What is the point? But then you think, I've got a house, I've got a mortgage, I've got a wife, I've got a son. We've we're getting a puppy this month, so there's so much that's amazing. Um, I'm getting a tattoo on Tuesday. <laughs> I've got to be there for that. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'm not questioning my my being here, but it's it's that trigger in your brain that you think oh no like my work christmas do the other reason i thought i didn't want to go was i didn't want to drink was because i could i can say i'm driving to go pick up my son that's an escape route Um, and i I often say to my work that um like if i'm calling in sick i said i'll be honest my mental health is shot but the society we're in now they said right take the time take what you need Give me a text. Let me know when you're coming in. That's that's the support network you need. Um, and and that level of understanding, especially in the workplace, is is crucial to overcoming. Not not getting rid of it. That's not. We're not going to do that. People need to go. You're not going to cure it. You're not going to no. get rid of it or anything no. like that. This is something that people are going to have to learn to live with. And the way we learn to live with it and the way we make it better is by being able to talk about it. Mm. Um, And there will be there will be people out there who are going to sit there and go to men talking about mental health. Like, what do they know? Uh, They don't do this. They don't do that. It's like, well, actually, yes, it does affect everyone. And actually, men are specifically less able to talk about it and therefore mm. statistically much much higher to do something negative about it yeah oh um, absolutely absolutely it's 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 incredible the, the rates you see of guys who they obviously are having trouble and they can't see that there's an outlet to, to go i would never have this sort of conversation even with probably even if you were sat here next to me rather than on a computer I would not have this conversation with you. I'd get, I'd clam up. I wouldn't be able to talk. I would not have, I would have this conversation with the doctor, for instance, but I couldn't, I would not be like, I could not talk to a crowd, a, a group of people about this. Not at all. But you're talking but then, to a screen. But yeah. You know, on that, that screen is, is a friend and someone who's willing to listen. And I feel exactly the same way. Face to face, it's different. It's oh, a different beast. It's, it totally is. Um, but that's the reason I started this pod. Is I mean, I, I, the, the the reason is a lot of people think of me and they think, oh yeah, he's the guy with the voice. He's the guy with the one that says funny shit and it does this and does that and talks to a muff called fucking Cedric. And <laughs> but it, it is and like obviously with the the wrestling side of it, so it's putting on the character, putting on the front. But actually doing this has allowed me to think, no, I can talk and be me. I've been fucking anxious about talking about anxiety. That's how stupid it's it is. It's mad, isn't it? It's maddening. <coughs> madness. But you, um, you said, you said a couple of times, full transparency. So I'm, I'm 
I can't be any more transparent than I am now. But it won't change who I am. It's how I learn to deal with it and cope with it. That's the fact I've got a cold at the moment and I feel minging didn't help. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but there no, we go. Absolutely. And there's there's a huge thing out there, and you are starting to see them spring up of um groups and it, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be Andy's anxiety club or anything like that. Fucking Andy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and Andy. Uh, there is there is a group which um, starts with Andy. I'm not gonna. I'm, people, people. There are there are Facebook search. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. If you need help, Facebook search. If you can't talk to your friends, can't pick up the phone, Facebook search. There are plenty of oh, clubs out there for yeah. this thing. Um, yeah. And so um, I actually got involved with. Uh, several dad groups when I lived where I used to live we moved a couple yeah. of years ago um, <coughs> and they're generally put on and run by the church um, and they're not then I'm not religious we've, I think we've covered that already um, they're not Jesus will save you they are just a bunch of men talking about parenthood yeah um, there are there are a bunch of men who will meet up and do things with and without their kids and it's it's a different outlet it's a different group of people to sit around and actually share your shit with um and you don't have to go into huge detail you can you you just know that people are there that have experienced similar things yeah so um if your if your uh wife or significant other had a traumatic birth for example that might feel completely isolating and and very very sort of on your mind as as a man because you stood there and witnessed this yeah as well that that's what a lot of people do forget it's it's whilst whilst the mum went through it and it was very traumatic and she needs the support and help to heal and to be able to do everything she needs to do as a mum there's a bloke over in the corner who stood and watched all of that yeah um and just sharing and knowing that you're not alone is the biggest help because yeah. you don't have to go into a full-blown conversation you can just be like this happened oh yeah that happened to me <coughs> we did this and we did that, that, that and you just get little ideas little little coping mechanisms build these things that build up the resilience piece by piece and it's brilliant and i cannot recommend men's clubs enough dad dad groups um so long as they're not harming anyone else so long as they're not sort of saying negative or acting negatively towards other people they are nothing but positive um and it's one thing actually i've really missed since moving and trying to find something similar locally um and and a, a few other people have, have tried to start similar things and there's just just a bit of resistance to creating groups at the moment of any of any description <laughs> oh i think people need to start start to step out of that now i mean it is getting much better yeah. the last six months um, I, I would say has been has been a lot better but, yeah i mean i've yeah. I, I remember when my son was born and seeing the the, the photos of your dad clubs me, me and my dad clubs and, and whatever um and a sort of mutual friend of my my wife's 
I've been invited to one of these, but uh, I that thought has set me off as well. Going to one mm. of these clubs now. I think the reason it set me off was um, I, as a parent, I'm very anxious about my son. I mean, that's me, that's my pride. Like if he if he goes and plays, he's a bit like me. He's very timid. He's very shy. And of course, I want him to, you know, get involved in these groups. He's at school now, so it's slightly different. But at the time, I was anti going to these clubs because I didn't want to. Put, I like having, like, my wife being there as well, or my, if it's my 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 mum, my sister, my mother-in-law, whoever, an extra pair of hands to. <laughs> this sounds awful. To sort of keep an eye on the boy while I can talk and just chill a bit. Yeah. If it was just the, the blokes, you know, going to the pub or just meeting up, that's slightly different because, as you say, yeah. you're all in the same boat. But, yeah, the clubs and the charities that are coming up now, particularly for guys, I think it's I think it's it's been a long time coming. Um, Absolutely. They're all brilliant. <laughs> they're all brilliant. Again, we don't need to name check. People can Google and whatever, but there's some superb ones who are out now. Um, Absolutely. <sighs> Also, yeah. on, on the on the other side of that coin as well, um, mums, be kinder to each other. Stop putting pressure on each other. Yeah. To act or do certain things. There's, it it just builds a level of anxiety in in people, um, and it's not helpful. It's no. just not helpful. Like, just. Think about what you're saying. Not everything is a competition. Every child is different. Yeah. Uh, like if your kid is literally climbing the walls, actually that's the anomaly. That's not standard. If that's what you've ever experienced, you might think it's the normal. Stop and think. Just people just need to stop and think about what they're saying and how they're saying it to people. And um, Oh, my, my son's doing this. My son's doing that. Have a little brag, by all means. But instead of just going, what's yours doing? Afterwards, oh, I'm really proud of my son. He um he he tried this the other day and he really enjoyed it. And he really tried hard. Instead of, my son did this the other day. He's brilliant at it. Yeah. No, no, kid, no kid's brilliant as anything, first off. It sets a le- an unachievable level of expectation on the child. And it sets an unachievable level of expectation on other parents. Let's just think before we speak. That's all it is. It's all it takes. Such oh, a little thing. If only it was that easy, eh? Yeah. It, it, if only well, it was that easy. Unfortunately, unfortunately, with that stuff, it is that easy. Yeah, you well, to, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whether they will or won't. It's, it's easy in thought, in theory, in practice. It is It's not going to happen because you, no. you just get arseholes as well, don't you? Everything is a competition. Oh yeah, it's it's like oh yeah, my son's got really bad. Call. Oh yeah, my son's had that. Oh yeah, he's broken his leg playing tennis. Oh, mine broke his leg playing lacrosse. I don't know. It's yeah, <laughs> it's got <laughs> more random, more specific, more niche yeah. thing. He got he got hit by a bike. He got hit by a blimp. And like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything is a competition. And and I think if we all just were more honest with each other about how things were going. Yeah. 
we yeah. And I mean, this 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 process of making this podcast has 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 helped me in terms of giving me set my giving me an outlet. And a lot of people have fed back about the show as well about how it's been really good that we've tapped into something here. But um, I mean, and in the, I mean, I know I mock them and I do mock them, but I've got very close with both Mott and Fitch, and like, we've texted each other quite a lot, and they're going through the same stuff with the anxiety and the issues with that and the illnesses and other things. It's just a shitter. And I think the fact that we are involved in this is a good thing. That more Absolutely. people want to be involved is a good thing. Um, but it doesn't mean the next time I see you in real life, I won't be a quivery mess again. No, and that's okay. And you know what? I now you realise that. You I, probably hadn't tweaked that at all. But that says, but yeah. You haven't had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always that thing of having, having. I, I watch people, and I, I'm quite socially awkward, which. It, no, you're not. No, I tell you what. <laughs> no, tell you what. That was sarcasm. That was sarcasm. I know. I know. That was sarcasm. Um, where a lot of people would be surprised by that if they've met me in real life. I so, was, I was in a, I was in a customer-facing, customer service-heavy led career for 12 years um where i was dealing with the public walking in off the street yeah um and i hate physical contact largely um <laughs> um i have to be very i have to be quite comfortable with someone before like give them a hug or whatever um i also don't know when you reach that point it's quite weird I might feel you, that way, but I'm, you, like, but I'm like, do I, do they feel that way? You <laughs> hugged me the first time you met me. Do you, you know that? Yes, I, I, I did because I'd heard enough about you to make a judgment call. And also it was my wedding day. It was I, your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it would have been weird if I hadn't, um, because I'd heard so much about you and it was kind of like, <gasps> finally, I get to meet yes, the illustrious legend, Ben. The legend of Ben. Yeah. The reputa- See, um, but that's the that's that's the point I was getting. At that point, my reputation had preceded me in terms of this social phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, in a, in an almost too positive a way, and it just yeah. it sets a bar for you. Yeah, and it sets a bar for me of you. Yeah, and, and so I'm... I can totally understand and totally see. Um, I haven't. I, I've had it in, in a few different instances where I've turned up and people have been like, oh, you're James, blah, 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 blah. And, and talking to me and it's like, oh, you're, you're the life and soul, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, no, I just kind of want to have a couple of quiet drinks, watch the foot go home. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not really in the mood. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But my, I mean, I've been told by my wife that um, one of her, she's got lucky through her, I mean, whether she officially had sort of postnatal depression I don't know but she's now got a, quite a good group of two really close girlfriends but their husbands are also going the same through the same thing and one of them through the violence come back to me and my wife said can you give him a text just to see if he's maybe ask if he wants to go for a beer part of me think yeah I'm nauseous but part of me thinks, no actually <laughs> I will do that and I've done that today actually and I've texted this guy to say if he wants to go for a beer just to um do something different quite frankly but and that's it that's that's 
that's the whole point. It's you see these people just reach out, just send a message, see if you're all right. If if he says no, he says no. That's his call. But the yeah, yeah the offer's At there. Least you've asked. At least I've asked, and that's quite a big thing. That's that's something that I wish had been afforded to me, maybe more often. Mm-hmm. But but it is what it is. I've got quite a very close friend as well here who is he's he's brilliant. And again, I give him shit all the time. But again, we'll go for a beer, we'll we'll have a laugh, we'll just chat bollocks, but chat the truth as well. So it's it's a good yeah. uh what was the word I used? Uh, I can't even think of that. A good networks, good sort of yeah. uh, social circle to house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there think, you go. I think that's that is becoming more and more commonplace as well but it was for a long long time very very rare for that to be there um with with men especially um yeah. women aren't great at it either i will say because it, as i say a lot of things especially with mums and tend up end up being competing against each other yeah. um and and society do better we just need to do better and we are doing better but we need to keep pushing forward in the right direction yeah, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Like with this this podcast, we'll get in the right direction eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a format. We're only we'll on bloody A. We're only on A. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. how we, this well, is how we're ending A. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we've 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 done ourselves proud on this. Um yeah, who knows where we'll go next well, I know where we'll go next time. We'll go to B, because that's the logical oh, step. Got it wrong. I was gonna say D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my letters. <laughs> but I will say we've already discussed our B episode, haven't we? And we know what our last one's going to be, and it's very different to the boiling point on this one. It is, <laughs> and I think we should we should leave that as a cliffhanger there for the next episode. Um, I think we should, uh, yeah. Um, as as a bit of a PSA, not every cliffhanger, not every not every boiling point, sorry, is going to be this heavy. This is no. a this is a big. Big heavy one. elephant in the room to to start with it's it's gonna be other end of the spectrum i think totally the, the other end of the spectrum <laughs> um i think there will definitely be more c-bombs i think the everyone gets one rule will go out the window by certainly by c uh <laughs> maybe well, even... it's, it's, it might be us it might be its own subject on c at the rate we're going yeah yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, I've just, I already know what I'm going to say about it. It's it, it's hurting my ears just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> it's hurting my ears just thinking about it. Yeah. I, is, that, is that even a sentence? How can I think about something and it hurt it's, my ears? It's a sentence. It's not a coherent one. <laughs> I think I think I think now, as I say, I've I've gone off of. Um, writing titles down but I, I think that might be it a is for it's hurting my <laughs> my ears just thinking about it um yes although i do like a is for pie jelly that's the other one well a yes that's pie jelly is the other option i think a is for pie jelly here yeah. um, but we'll see we'll see uh right then dude um <laughs> are you looking to hype anything up this week have you got anything to share um about? let's let's uh we've got our socials uh we are available on instagram twitter um at randomizers um and tiktok I, now i haven't done a tiktok yet we TikTok. were meant to do a tiktok we meant to do a tiktok last week together but we didn't did we in the end 
No, I was ill, um, and so I, I ate and left. Um, we were festively <laughs> full of we were festively full of pie. Yeah, by a mash. Yes. So yeah, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of those are available. Uh, my Twitter handle is at yodahue eighty eight eighty. Yeah. Edit this. You're not you're not going to do it, but I'm, nope. I'm asking no, you too nicely. Um, at yodahue eighty eight on Twitter. Your Twitter handle is. I'm going to say my Twitter handle in a minute. Just wait, wait a damn minute. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. But you, you're 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 getting you're getting up to date on your uh, your Twitter. You're out of the Twitter machine for a long time. I was, I was, and I was just um, randomly following accounts like some sort of sycophant. Um, and oh, I, 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 I hope that is someone's Twitter handle <laughs> at some sort of sycophant. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, went through and culled a lot of the people, a lot of them who I was following, and I unfollowed over two hundred things. Oh, that's quite um, that's quite therapeutic and quite nice. In the it same was way. Quite, quite therapeutic. Um, it was quite therapeutic, and so I'm hoping my Twitter algorithm is going to, over the course of the next few weeks, update and and stop recommending things I've just unfollowed. Um. But uh, yeah, and hopefully I'll start actually getting notifications. I might check my notifications settings on that. Um, Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're in the yeah you're getting the in the throes of getting your Twitter machine set up again. Um, I am. Mine, however, is located at witticisms of Ben, which I said correct for the first show in about five times. <laughs> like, what do you think, Cedric? What do you think? Oh, well, that says I'm done, Ben. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, that's, that's, um, yeah, I talk a lot of rubbish on Twitter, but it's sometimes. I mean, I've just got on my Twitter algorithm, and the first picture is Ronnie Wood drinking a pint. Mine is um, thanks to thanks to Sam Rogers, who's tweeted that for some reason. Mine is Seth freaking Rollins saying he hates football. I don't know if he means actual football or that no, weird. Yankee, Yankee rugby they play. Yankee football. Rugby for pussies. <laughs> but uh, away from Twitter, right? We move on next week to B. Uh, there are some interesting topics planned for B. Um, there are. But you have been listening to the first of the A to Z of Rantomistas. A is for pie jelly, as it should be, quite frankly. Yep, absolutely. So we'll sign off. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year. You're crazy Here's bastards. Your <laughs> yeah. All right. Until next time, my friends. We will see you on the other side of B, I think, somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Bye. Somehow. Bye. Bye.